This is Tim Layton, Communications Director of the Minnesota State High School League and a 1982 graduate of Minneapolis Roosevelt High School. You are listening to high school sports coverage on this partner station of the Minnesota State High School League. We are the league. It's time for Laker Sports on the station you can count on, KDLM Detroit Lakes. Tonight's Laker action on the radio is brought to you by Accessories Unlimited. Action Fabricating, American Family Insurance, Matt Hedstrom, Ameriprise Financial, B&M Electric, Bremer Bank, BTD Manufacturing, Burger King, Senex of Detroit Lakes and Lake Park, D&D Appliance, Essentia Health, and Fultz Buildings. Laker Action also brought to you by Green's Plumbing and Modern Heating, Holy Rosary School, Haug, J&K Marine, Jess Muffler and Auto Repair, Lake Shirts, Glades, Lumbro's Building Solutions, Midwest Bank, Oaks and Off-Trail Sales, Papacito's Burritos, Precision Printing, Sanford Health, Snap Fitness, Steve Sanitation, Taco John's, and U-Motors. Let's head live to where the action is, bringing you tonight's Laker action. Here's Charlie Newland. All right, good evening. Welcome to the Kent Freeman Arena, the site of tonight's girls hockey matchup featuring the visiting Wapaton Breckenridge Blades and the home team, the Detroit Lakes Lakers. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Charlie Newland, here to bring you all of tonight's uh, coverage as uh, the Lakers enter tonight's game, still searching for their first win of the season. They are off to an 0-3 start. They take on the Blades, who are also searching for their first win of the season as they fell last week to River Lakes. 13 to 1. Uh, the Blades, a new member to the MSHSL last year. They played uh, North Dakota 19U um, hockey. And so the Blades uh, looking to uh, pick up their first win as a member of the MSHSL. Uh, Blades had to postpone their first game of the season against Crookston because of state volleyball playoffs. Our uh, pregame show is brought to you by Snap Fitness of Detroit Lakes. Coming up, we'll talk. Uh, to the coaches. We'll also meet the starters. We'll get to our Ameriprise financial keys to the game. But um, before we get to all of that, let's meet the second member of our broadcast team, Matt Wimmer to my right. Matt, uh, it's good to be back here at the Kent, and it's good to be uh, back calling games with you for another season. Yeah, I'm as excited about it. You know, we, we, we I, I, I skipped out on you the first game there. We had, a, we had to get up to the tree stand a little earlier, so <laughs> I wanted to sneak up there for the second week. But I so I, I apologize to, to you, but I'm sure the listeners out there are, we're, we're just fine with uh, not listening uh, to my blathering throughout that first game. Let you get uh, get the vocal course uh, going. And uh, but I know I'm excited to be out here. Excited to see this team play. You know they've got three games under their belt so far, and against three teams that are you know three teams that have nice programs. Two section or two 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 northern foes in Thief River and East Grand Forks. You know, the score is, is going to be a little lopsided as we talked about. We've got a, a, a first-year uh, netminder for the Lakers, and so they're just trying to get the ball rolling. But uh, I tell you what, as a, to, to start out a season uh, with Fergus Falls, East Grand Forks, and Deep River, that's really hitting the floor, hitting the ground running. And uh, so hopefully that's prepared them to see some good competition to try to come out here and get their first win against Wapton Breckenridge. Yeah, it should be an uh, interesting game. Both teams have first-year goaltenders so it'll it could be uh it could be a high scoring game or you know sometimes things tighten up when you know that you have to play for a new goalie sometimes that can kind of play into a good defensive game from your defensemen and forwards as well and that's what they really need of this laker team really needs to focus on that defensive 
the, their defensive prowess uh, in, in their zone and trying to get pucks out. We've talked about that for years on just how, how to simplify the game. Make sure you get that puck broken out of the zone for it first and then let your skaters, let your creativity take, their, take, take whatever's given to you in the offensive zone. And so the, hopefully the Lakers are really concentrating on that, not simply because of their goaltender situation, but because that's how you're going to win hockey games and give your chance, give yourself a chance to win. Because if you have some nice D zone coverage and are breaking pucks out, takes pressure off your new goaltender, starts to give her some confidence when she's got some e- easier saves to make. Should be an interesting one tonight. We'll get to it in a moment. Puck drop moments away. But first, let's talk to the coaches. Talk to head coach of the Lakers, Scott Pepcorn, and we'll also talk to Mackenzie Broadland of uh, Wapbrack right after this here on KDLM. Some people have a hard time with decisions when it comes to remodeling or building in general. At Lumbro's Building Solutions, we like to walk you through those steps. Whether you're talking siding, doors, decks, windows, additions, or even a brand new build. See, we know there are a lot of choices when it comes to building and remodeling. Hi, Zach here at Lumbro's Building Solutions in Detroit Lakes. We are locally owned with personalized service, and our team is here to help make these decisions easier and your project fun. Find us at Lumbro's.com and follow us on Facebook. B&M Electric is a full-service electrical contractor that has built a reputation on honesty and service. Our focus on providing top-quality service at a reasonable price has provided long-lasting relationships with some of the best general contractors in our area. We are proud of the fact that home and business owners alike call us year after year for their electrical needs. B&M Electric has been an electrical contractor for over 25 years and is licensed and bonded. For a quote or consultation, call Mike and Brenda at B&M Electric, 218-847-1946. KDLM pregame show time with the head coach of the Laker girls hockey team, head coach Scott Pepcorn. Uh, coach, uh, back here at home after a little bit of a road trip. Uh, you guys were uh, gone for a couple games, but uh, back here at home to take on Wap Breck here tonight. Yeah, it's their first year in the league, and they they drive their own cars over here, and it's the first time for everything. They got nine nine kids on their team. It's it's just a new program for them at the high school level. They're used used to youth, so hopefully we'll have a little of experience on them. Yeah, sounds like they were part of the North Dakota 19U. They had a 19U team over there in North Dakota, so they were traveling all over the place. So they're liking the small uh, road trip over here to Detroit Lakes here. Yeah, and uh, they've got a pretty good schedule around the area with pretty much who we play, and I I believe we're working on getting them in our um, conference since we only have three teams in there. So that'll be good for them and good for girls hockey in our area just to get another team. Still searching for our first win of the season. Uh, had a couple of games, uh, Thief River Falls and East Grand Forks on the road. Uh, what did you see from those games uh, since the last time we spoke? Um, not looking at the scores. Um, the Thief River game was just like the Fergus game. I thought the positioning was fine, but we just couldn't score, and they, they just outplayed us in the end. Then we went to East Grand Forks, and East Grand Forks, in my opinion, is down quite a bit. So I thought we had a chance to beat them, and I believe we can play with them, but I don't know what happened. We forgot about positioning, decided to do our own thing, and and it ended up bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing about hockey. You can't take any shortcuts. you got to follow the game plan and, and go from there. So Yeah, that's, that's what our girls are having a hard time understanding is you, you whether your system's right or wrong, everybody's got to be on the same page. And there's, it's a simple game, and it's pretty basic, but everybody's got to play their spot, or it, it it's a disaster. 
Hoping for not a disaster here tonight, hoping for a good position play. Is that kind of the key to the game uh, here tonight, to play good position hockey? Yeah, we had two days, two good days of practice, and on Saturday I had a, about three-fourths of them come out and skate. And I we picked up the pace a little, and we're going to go harder to the puck instead of watching the other team get it. Hopefully we're going to shoot low, shoot hard, and go to the go to the net, and hopefully we get a bunch of goals. New goaltenders this year. How is that position progressing here this season? Um, Olivia played the first two games in it. it. She had never played before, so it was kind of like shell shock to her. And we, um, Emma, Emma played, Emma Wall played the next game, and she played way back, way back in the youth. And and she's a little more aggressive, and I, I think she held her own in East Grand Forks. But we didn't help her at all. We didn't we didn't help her in front of the net. So that was that was the downfall there. But she'll she'll be all right as long as we keep going here. Should be a fun one here tonight. Appreciate the time, Coach. Yep, we'll uh, we'll send some girls up to you afterwards. Yep. Sounds good. Head Coach Scott Pepcorn joining us here on the pregame show. Back with more right after this. And here we are again for another round of That's a Banker? The game show that gives some bankers a good name. Okay, now pick which of the three quotes doesn't sound like any banker you've ever heard. Banker number one. No. Okay, wow, that was quick. Now let's hear banker number two. Nope, not a zip. My money says that's a real banker, but we still have one more to hear from. Banker quote number three. Well, of course we can help you. You've got all your numbers in line, and while your collateral could be a little stronger, I'm sure we can work something out. We'll have an official decision for you by this afternoon. How does that sound? Wow, that sounds pretty darn good. So, which one doesn't sound like a banker? Yes, number three doesn't sound like an ordinary bank because it's Midwest Bank, not just any bank. Now, which banker do you want to talk to? MidwestBank.net. Banking your way. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Matt Carrier, Private Wealth Advisor at Carrier & Vardy, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services in Detroit Lakes. As a 1992 Detroit Lakes High School graduate and former Laker athlete, I appreciate the hard work and dedication our players, coaches, and parents invest into our Laker teams. This is the same philosophy we have in providing financial advice to our clients. Please call me, Matt Carrier, or financial advisor Kelsey Vardy at 218-847-2676. Office is located at 1135 Washington Avenue, Detroit Lakes. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Most people don't think much about turning on a light switch or where that power comes from. But the folks at Detroit Lakes Public Utilities sure do. Every single day, even during these uncertain times. Reliability is very important as we remain committed to our customers. Not only do you rely on us when your doors are open, you also rely on us when your doors are closed. When that nasty storm comes through, our local crews work 24-7. From that morning cup of coffee to your child's nightlight, we power your whole day. Reliability. That's one value of public power and Detroit Lakes Public Utilities. KDL on pregame show time with the head coach of uh, the Wapton Breckenridge Blades, uh, head coach Mackenzie Broadland, and uh, coach uh, here in Detroit Lakes here tonight. Uh, so far, how have things gone for your team this year? Um, we've had quite a few hiccups in the road. Uh, we started the season without a goalie, and we had to postpone a few games due to girls being at state volleyball in Minneapolis. But um, we had our first game last Friday, and we were still a little bit shorthanded there with eight skaters. Um, but I was very proud with how we played, and we skated with a team that had a full bench. So um, not the turnout we were looking for, but all in all, I was very proud of them. 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we started the season, and uh, we have all of our girls back tonight, so I'm really happy about that. It's kind of interesting when you have smaller numbers on a team. You know, you're out there for so much of the game that you stay in tune to the game sometimes, and that makes it very tough for other teams to beat you because <laughs> you've been out there and you haven't had a chance to think about other things. Absolutely. They were very dialed in last week, and I couldn't have asked for more for them. I knew they were tired they would get to the bench and they'd barely sit down and have to go back out on the ice. So I was very proud with how hard they skated the whole game. And even though the score may not have showed it, but they never gave up throughout the whole game and um, continued to give their best. So I was very happy with that. What's it been like? Uh, you're, you're a former player for this team, but you guys have always played in North Dakota. This year playing in Minnesota, how has that transition been? Um, I've, I'm very excited about it. Um, playing in North Dakota, we probably had a little bit um, further of drives. We traveled all the way to Montana and Williston and all those places, so I'm looking forward to having a little bit of closer road trips and um, some really good competition coming up. So I think it'll be great for the development of the girls and their games, so I'm really looking forward to it this year. It's interesting when you mention that you know your first-year goalie, Detroit Lakes facing the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that could make things completely up in the air yeah. tonight between these two teams. For sure, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be a good matchup tonight. So, What's the biggest thing that you want to see out of your girls tonight? Is there any one particular focus that you go into this game saying, hey, I want to accomplish this? Um, I'm just really looking for our girls to kind of protect our goalie um, just because she's had a week of practice. Um, we can't really ask for more from her. She's given it her all, so I'm really um, proud of her for that. And then, uh, yeah, I just want our defense to kind of be out front and helping her out as much as they can. So, yeah. Appreciate the time, Coach. Perfect. Thank you. Head Coach McKenzie Brodlin joining us here on the pregame show. Back with more right after this. West River Dental wishes all Laker athletes, students, coaches, and fans a great season. West River Dental is committed to working with you and your family to create a stress-free dental experience with exceptional dental care through individualized service and education for each patient. Find out why West River Dental is dedicated to your comfort and well-being at westriverdental.com. Dr. John Jordan and Dr. Brian Labatt wish all DL Lakers good luck. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. All right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. Charlie Newland along with Matt Wimmer uh, bringing you play-by-play -play coverage here of girls hockey. Lakers getting ready to take on the blades of Wapiton and Breckenridge as we meet the uh, starters here tonight for for Wapiton Breckenridge, uh, their starting center will be Reagan Woolers at the left wing. Carson Nipple, uh, right wing will be Kennedy Schuler, and defense will be Addie Rugland and Ivy Oshock. Uh, goaltender tonight for the Blades will be Coley Schuler. For the uh, Lakers, their starting lineup looks like this. Starting forwards will be center Emma Coley. Uh, she's got five goals, two assists on the season. She had a hat trick. In fact, uh, Emma Coley, um, one of only three players who have gotten goals uh, this season. The other goals have come from their defense, Bryn Erickson and Addie Strand with uh, two goals. Uh, rest of the forwards, uh, Rhett Zima, 
at left wing. Right wing will be Maddie Olson. Defensive starters tonight here for Detroit Lakes, Hallie Stadelman. And right defense will be Bryn Erickson. Starting goaltender tonight will be Emma Wall. She's been rotating with Olivia Gook. Um, but uh, Emma Wall, this will be the first time I saw uh, see uh, her play tonight. I saw Olivia Gook, so we'll see what uh, Emma Wall can do. From what I understand, she used to play goaltender when she was uh, in youth hockey um, and now has kind of returned to that position as well because of need for this Laker team. And I think she's been playing fairly continuously up, just not in that position. So uh, some of the girls that have been coming and going a little bit out of the program and have, 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 have finally settled in here as they get into the high school level. But I think she's been involved and just, fi- and just si- finally settled into the goaltender position, like you said, out of necessity. All right, looks like it's time now for the National Anthem. We'll take a break. We'll be back with our Ameriprise Financial Keys to the game, and then we'll get to uh, puck drop uh, next right here on the station. You can count on for Lakers Sports, KDLM, Detroit Lakes. There are a lot of great jobs out there and a lot of great companies, maybe even the one you work for now. But not every job can give you what you need. Maybe you prefer consistent daytime hours. We can give you that. Maybe you'd prefer a smaller environment where your voice can be heard and your opinion matters. We do that as well. If a change might be what you're looking for, come see me at D&D Appliance. We're looking for a couple fantastic people to work in sales and in installation. We offer a competitive full-time benefits package and we can accommodate part-time as well. Ask for Chris at 1050 Highway 59 South, Detroit Lakes. Taco Tuesday is calling. Tuesday! That's the sound of tacos packed with seasoned beef and classic toppings for an amazing price. Save on seasoned beef tacos every Taco Tuesday at Taco John's. Craver Savers. Crunchy. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Answer the call of Taco Tuesday with 99-cent crispy seasoned beef tacos every Taco Tuesday at participating Taco John's. It may seem a little early thinking about summers on the lake, but I'm already dreaming of them, and I don't want you to miss out. So secure your pontoon now at J&K Marine, because some of life's best moments happen on the water. And at J&K Marine, we simplify boat ownership, and we make it easy so you can enjoy all the memories. Your new pontoon awaits now at jkmarine.com or visit any of our locations. an extra five grand btd manufacturing is now offering up to a five thousand dollar sign-on bonus hiring all positions and training for all skill levels btd manufacturing is an industry leader in the custom metal fabrication arena right in the heart of lakes country now offering higher starting wages up to 2049 per hour plus up to a five thousand dollar sign-on bonus to apply and see all the details visit btdmfg.com btd manufacturing a proud supporter of laker athletics all right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. Charlie Newell along with uh, Matt Wimmer, uh, ready to get you underway with uh, girls hockey, Detroit Lakes versus Wapton Breck. But uh, first, let's get to our Ameriprise Financial Keys to the Game. Matt, what do you got for the keys to the game here tonight? Well, I tell you what, Charlie, I think that we're, we're looking at here is this, it isn't necessarily keys, plural, as yep. it's singular. They need to have a strong defensive zone coverage. Keep those shots from Wapaton to the outside of the ring. Give their goaltender a chance. Break pucks out, get up the ice, and get the job done. Here's Emma Coley bringing the puck in. She will take it, uh, trying to bring it in front, but the puck goes to the corner. It's pinched against the boards. There are Woolers battling with it. Uh, pass in front. It's loose for Coley now in the backdoor shot. Block shot, it's loose in front. Puck whacked to the corner, still now bottom of the circles. Coley finds it behind the net, passes it in front. Goes back to the defense, here's a shot from the point, and a goal! To start this game off, 31 seconds in, 
a shot from the point. That's Haley Stadelman who gets the goal, and that's the first goal of the season for Haley Stadelman, and the Lakers have a one nothing lead. Uh, there's your there's there's your case of the goaltender just seeing too much action too soon. Lakers win that opening faceoff drive down. They start off with that opening shot with Emma Coley, and goaltender makes an excellent save on that in on the first couple saves. Actually, then gets down onto her belly and just uh, just couldn't get herself back into position. By the time she got to her feet, the Lakers they made an excellent pass out to Miss Stadelman at the point there. Nice hard low shot on the ice ends up sneaking in five hole before she can get down into her butterfly. All right, so one nothing. Lakers lead as Haley Stadelman notches her first goal of the uh, season and first goal of the game. Let's see who they give for assists on the uh, Stadelman goal. So it's going to be Emma Coley getting the lone assist. So Coley gets the lone assist. Thought maybe they'd give Maddie Olson a, an assist there, but it's uh, just going to be a Coley assist. So the uh, Lakers leading one to nothing early in this game here from the Kent Freeman Arena. Here's a play to the near side. Finkrell with the shot. That goes uh, to the, the corner stick to side there by Emma Wall, the goaltender for Detroit Lakes. Often Breckenridge in their offensive zone here. Detroit Lakes going to skate it out. It's skated out by Addison Strand. Strand will skate it through center circle. Lost it at uh, that point of the ice as Hare will bring it in. Here's Allison Hare with the shot. That one is blocked. Played now by Detroit Lakes. As the puck goes to the far half wall. Now the uh, Blades will come up with it first. Puck bouncing in front. Detroit Lakes trying to clear it out of the zone. It's going to go on net. Walt will, oh, it got past her. I think Detroit Lakes was trying to keep that puck against the pad of Wall, and I think they might have unintentionally scored on their own goal. And so it'll be interesting to see who they give the goal to because I think it was last touched by Detroit Lakes, and the uh, game is now tied 1-1. Little miscommunication there with her goaltender Addison Strand. Yeah, was trying to kind of hand it back to her, and she wasn't in a good position to glove it. And you know, for uh, young kids at home, you never want to give that puck back to your goaltender. If they can get on the puck, they'll get onto it. Otherwise, take that puck to the corner, do something, you know, and and, uh, buy yourself some time while you feel that pressure. But you don't ever want to push it back towards the goaltender there, Addison Strand. Uh, just uh, she tried to make that play, and then just a little, little miscommunication with their goaltender, and cost them that opening goal to tie this game one to one, with 14:53 left in the period. So that goal was given given to uh, number 89, Lily Byer. So Byer is going to get the uh, get credit for the goal. It's an unassisted goal, and so we're tied one to one here in this uh, first period. Looks like we're going to have a high scoring game. Kind of thought thought maybe that would be the case, you know, with two inexperienced goalies. Here's a chance here for Emma Coley. Takes it wide to the right side. Coley lost her footing, got back, sends a, sends a pass in front. Maddie Olson, the intended target on that pass. The Blades will commit an icing. Good chance there in front. Coley passing it in front, but uh, Detroit Lakes unable to get a shot on goal. Took a little bit too long to make that centering pass. She had a three-on-one opportunity with uh, with Olsen and uh, and uh, was it Zima. Rhett Zima there. Yeah. They had the three-on-one opportunity, and the defense defenseman came to her, and that's when you want to make that initial pass a little earlier as you step over the blue line. Blue line. She waited a little bit too long and uh, ended up uh, being intercepted there by, by Wapton Breckenridge and sent down the rink for the icing. So the Lakers in the offensive zone. Raw one by the Blades, and they'll break through neutral ice. Two on one the other way here for Wapton Breckenridge. Good defensive play by Strand, steering that puck to the corner. Blades will hold the zone as it's flipped to the end wall. Picked up along the boards by Detroit Lakes. That's Jalen Jensen. 
Getting it to the near side. Thorstensen will try to get it out of the zone. Now it is cleared out. That's Ella Larson clearing the puck out to neutralize the late offsides. And we will have a whistle, as it is going to be whistled down for offsides. And so we'll have a neutral zone draw here for uh, both teams. Schuler showing some nice speed as she came in on that two-on-one. Again, had her head down a little bit, so didn't see that she had somebody with her. But Addison Strand did a nice job staying right between those two players, not allowing that pass through. I thought she might have got a little hook and a grab in there, but that's, that's the game of hockey. And the referee let her slide with it. And, and just an excellent defensive play to prevent a goal there. And uh, Strand might have been hooked uh, back and, and lost the puck, but uh, no call. Ref's letting him play here tonight. As the Lakers have it in the offensive zone, now the Blades will take over as they look to break it out. This is Ashlyn Woolers with the puck. Woolers slammed on the brakes, but a good defensive play by Jalen Jensen. Knocked that puck loose. Puck now played in the near corner. Maddie Olson will ring it around the boards. Puck goes to the far side. Woolers with it. Sends one towards the net. Goes to the corner now. Blades forechecking in the offensive zone. Detroit Lakes... And the blade's tied up. Now the puck will go through the near circle in front. Detroit Lakes Strand clears it to the corner. Now Coley will try to skate it out. It's broken up, though, by Woolers. Reagan Woolers works it from the wall, takes a shot, and scores! Reagan Woolers on the backhand. Beautiful play. Working it from the corner. Made a little stick handle move and then backhanded it. You'll love to see the backhand, and there's a goal. 2-1, to one. Wapen and Breck. It's uh, leading now. That backhand works in that situation because of how quickly she came off of that half wall and jarred across. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have uh, we're going to have an unassisted goal there. And she beat our defenseman and then, like you said, went to the backhand. And what it did is it kind of fooled the goaltender, thinking, "Well, she's going to wait a second, but she didn't use that element of surprise on that backhand, low hard on the ice. And this again, uh, goaltender wasn't wasn't able to get down into the into that butterfly position quick enough, and the puck sneaks in. But that was all created by the quick feet coming off that half wall by Woolers. So it is an unassisted goal. You're right, Matt. As and Woolers uh, doing it herself in that goal, making it two to one in favor of the Blades. Detroit Lakes scored in the first 30 seconds of this game, but Upton Breckenridge has answered back. Shots right now, according to the scoreboard, 4-2 in favor of Wapton Breckenridge. Ooh, big collision, and there's going to be a penalty as a result. I'm not sure who was on that receiving end. I do know it was number 17, Allison Hare, who... Uh, I think it was Haley, Haley Stadelman trying to cover that puck. And there's again where, uh, you know, she was carrying that puck, lugging that puck up the ice from her defensive position. Get those heads up, try to find an outlet. There was some there was some ladies on the opposite side of the rink. And in my opinion, just an excellent defensive play by the by the, by the uh, Breck Watt player there on defense. And uh, as you rode her into the boards, you know, that's a clean body check in boys hockey. It's nothing dirty. She took away the skating room and just happened to get a little more shoulder than she maybe intended. And it's going to put these uh, Breck Blades up on, up on the, or, uh, our Lakers on the power play here. So we'll see if we can pull this and pull up to even. So penalty on number 17, Allison Hare for yeah, body checking was the call. We'll see what the Laker uh, uh, power play can do here. Right now they need to get the puck out of their own zone. Good pressure here by the Blades keeping that puck in. As Wapton Breckenridge trying to get a scoring chance here. Short-handed puck went high in the air. Whacking at it there was Kennedy Schuler, And now it's taken over 
by Reagan Wollers, who scored the most recent goal. Wollers, good stick handling, takes a shot, and it goes off of a Laker and goes to the corner. Olsen for Detroit Lakes finds it. Maddie Olsen looked to skate it out again, though. Blades doing an excellent job keeping possession in the offensive zone shorthanded. And now Detroit Lakes will look to, to break it out. Here's Addison Strand will skate it out as the Blades were on a line change. Strand will use this chance to get it through neutral ice. Rhett Zema backhanded it towards the net, cleared by Coley Schuler, the goalkeeper for uh, goaltender for uh, Wapton Breckenridge. 42 seconds remaining in the power play here for Detroit Lakes. Oh, nice play here by Thorstenson. She tries to get a shot towards the net. A little stick handle move in the slot, but not able to generate a uh, shot as Detroit Lakes will bring it back in. Justison with a shot. Stick save. Rebound there, but it's steered aside here by the Blades. Back to the point. Shot taken by Detroit Lakes. That was uh, Bryn Erickson towards the net. Blocked away. And now here comes Riley Finkrell the other way here for the Blades. Finkrell skates it into the offensive zone. Far corner. She's tied up along the boards by Stadelman. Stadelman Wins possession of the puck. She'll bring it behind the net. Tries to pass it to Thornstenson. Final seconds here in the power play for Detroit Lakes. So Lakers unable to, uh, they were only able to generate one shot on goal during that power play as uh, Wapton Breckenridge owned possession of the puck. Detroit Lakes got to get five players on the ice. They only have four right now. Now they get the fifth player as it's dumped in here by the Blades. Oh, and they're going to call a... a penalty here on Stadelman. Looked like uh, the Wapton Breckenridge player just kind of tripped up uh, herself. But uh, they're going to call a penalty here on Stadelman. So now Detroit Lakes will go to the penalty box. Two-minute minor for checking is the call. And so the Blades will have their first power play opportunity, leading 2-1 to one with 9.38 to go in the first period. A tough little angle from us up here to see. But, uh, yeah, it looked like their feet got a little tangled up there and but that's uh, nevertheless that we're going to be on the on the penalty kill here, and you know we struggled on the power play just a few minutes ago. So we'll see if we can get a little control of the puck. And the big thing is, is when they get on that power play, the Lakers are going to have to really start to generate or develop some patience. Take the puck, stop, slow down, let your players come back. They tried to get up the ice a little too quickly a couple times, and no one in positions to take passes. So we'll see what they can do with this penalty kill. So the blades on the power play after the checking call on Stadelman. Oh, dangerous pass. It's going to be intercepted here by the uh, Blades. This is Allison Hare trying to jam it in short side, but hit the side of the net, didn't get it on net. Now the puck played in the near corner. Blades will have it. This is Hare once again. Hare backhands it to her right. Try to pass it there to Addie Rugland. Rugland gets it down, down low. Hare has it once again. Allison Hare, second line center. Tries to work it in front. Back to the point to Rugland. Rugland dumps it down to the end wall. Strand finds it here for Detroit Lakes. She'll slide it ahead for Emma Coley, who whacked it out to neutral ice. Brought in by the Blades. Delayed off sides on the Blades. And now Detroit Lakes will clear it back out of the zone. 54 seconds remaining on the penalty to Haley Saddleman for Detroit Lakes. Here's a chance. Another chance for the uh, Blades. Off the pipe! Oh, a fantastic move by Reagan Woolers to kind of pull up and get a shot off, but it hit the left post. Now another shot by Woolers, and another save as the puck goes back to the point. Another shot and another save here as Wall will kick it to the corner. It's played now by Kennedy Schuler. Schuler in front for Woolers, and it was blocked. Never reached Wall on net. 22 seconds to go in the power play. Good pressure here by the Blades. Good defense, though, by Detroit Lakes. 
As the puck goes to the near side, this is Reagan Wollers with it again. She's very shifty. Wollers trying to stick handle. Nice stick handling move and the shot and a goal. Wollers was able to get that puck in front and then her teammate, I believe that was Annabelle uh, Pausch, who is going to get credit for that goal and makes the score now 3-1. to one. You know, that Wapton just, they, they weren't moving the puck around and making the Lakers jump out of position. It was all individual efforts out there, one-on-one, winning one-on-one battles as they were driving to the net. Lakers, if they can stay at home and get that and get that four-player four box in that middle of the rink and keep those keep those Wapton players to the outside, they'll have much better luck next time, when they, next time that they're on the penalty kill tonight. Ooh, chance in front, Emma Coley with a shot. That one goes wide. Pausch will uh, get the goal, and Woolers will get the assist. So Annabelle Pausch with that goal to make it 3-1 to one in favor of the Blades. Detroit Lakes had a good scoring chance right after that goal, but now the Blades bring it back into the offensive zone. 7 7 to go, first period, 3-1, to one, Blades leading Detroit Lakes. Here's a chance once again here for the Blades. Here's a shot. Oh, saved there by Wall. Shot was taken by Ashlyn Woolers. And now Emma Coley has a chance. One-on-one the other way. Coley takes it wide right, takes the shot. Oh, and it hit the pipe! And it's loose in front. And a save. After it hit the pipe, the puck was kind of loose in front of the net. And then pouncing on it, there was Schuler, the goaltender. But uh, that puck uh, hit that left pipe. I almost thought it was in, but uh, it, it hit the pipe, apparently. Well, it actually went, from what I could see from my angle, and I, we, we got a pretty good vantage point of that goal. Coley with some nice speed on the outside. Lines up, and she's on her forehand there. Nice, nice hard shot on the ice. And again, goaltender doesn't get down into her butterfly quick enough. It actually went through her legs and then hit the, hit, hit the, hit the far post and then came back out in front, and she had to pounce on it at that point. So a couple of good scoring chances here for Detroit Lakes after the Blades got their third goal of the game. And now stick save here by Wall, throwing the blocker and the stick at that last puck that was thrown her way. Now Wall going for her stick, and the net is open, but uh, Detroit Lakes' defense kind of clogged up that slot. Otherwise, there was an open net. Now a shot. Blocker saved there by Wall as it goes to the corner. Good pressure here by the Blades, but good goaltending here by uh, Emma Wall. For uh, Detroit Lakes, as uh, play continues here, Maddie Olson find it in the near corner. Detroit Lakes, Maddie Olson will skate it out. Olson crosses center line, tries to make a move at that blue line, and the defense of uh, the Blades takes over possession. The, de- the defense of the of the Blades there, they do it. They've done twice now. I've done a nice job stat, trying to stand them up at the blue line. And just because of some of the girls with the, that have come down with some speed is the only reason they've won those battles. Coley with the chance. And oh, she hit the pipe again. Oh, no. Another post that's been hit. Emma Coley, uh, again, that's, what, second, third time that we've seen her hit the pipe here in this first period. And it's not the outside of the pipe. She's hitting the inside of the pipes, if you've noticed by the angles that they're coming back out of the net on. Chance. Oh, and trying to go back door, trying to pass that puck to Reagan Wollers was the defense. Now Chance here again. Coley with it. Coley brings it wide, and uh, just at the end of her shift, she'll have to go for a line change as the Blades will quickly exit it out to neutral ice. And again, three Breck Watt players back on defense, waiting to clog up the middle of the ring, not allowing in any of that center ice drive. Troy Lakes trying to clear it out. Rhett Zemmis. 
Slides it forward here. Hadley Justison with it. Justison over the blue line. Justison trying to find Maddie Olson. Pass was behind her. And now the Blades will take over possession after that missed pass. And the Blades will play it off the boards and all the way down. We'll see if this is icing. They're going to wave it off. No icing here. Strand will get to it. Maddie Strand, defense for Detroit Lakes, loses it uh, in her own zone. Good. Oh, it's a dangerous uh, hit. We're going to have a penalty here. And we'll see what the officials, they might have a conversation uh, about this last check. Uh, it was kind of from behind. We'll see what uh, the officials want to call here. They're going to talk about it. Good good refereeing here to talk about that. Uh, it was a kind of a vulnerable hit uh, as uh, Hadley Justison is going to go to the box. It's just a matter of what kind of penalty she's going to receive. It could be a hitting from behind penalty. Yeah, we do have the A-team down there on the refereeing tonight. They've come down from, I believe, from Fargo-Moorhead area there and uh, uh, long-time officials out there doing the game tonight. So they're going to call it. They're going to figure out what, what they what they saw there and have a discussion about it. And and I think we'll see the right call being put up on the board there. It was it definitely was a dangerous play. But uh, no, one thing I want to comment on is this these uh, this uh, Wapit and Blaze defense. Uh, I'm sure you've been noticing it. That they they really do a nice job of if they put the puck into the zone, and they don't uh, necessarily have control of it. They've got one player backing out. They're going to get a, a, a real high F3 uh, player on their forecheck that essentially turns into a third defenseman. And, and uh, other than the opening drop of the game, we I don't know if we've seen an odd man rush other than the one three-on-one that Coley had, but and their defenseman that was back stood right stood right up and made an excellent defensive play to force her to the outside to take her own shot. Yeah, they're doing a really good job on zone entry, too. They're just not maintaining, uh, but they had a really good power play last time that resulted in a power play goal. So another chance here for Detroit Lakes to try to work some things out on their penalty kill. It looks like it's going to be the 2 and a 10. Uh, I think they they took the 2-minute down off the board. They've got to oh, put something back up, so I'm wondering if they're minute. going to be a 5-minute penalty. So if it is, they're going to have plenty of time to work on that work on that penalty kill. And again, if the Lakers do get into that 5 situation, which that's what it's going to be, you know, if they get into that, all we got to do is keep that nice tight box there and make sure that you keep those Watt players to the, to the outside because they're really trying to beat you off of that half boards with those. They've got a couple nifty puck handlers that can come off those half boards with some speed. And uh, that's where they got into trouble last time. So they're really going to have to keep that puck out. And uh, there's a nice hard shot back down to the back down to the ice uh, by Haley Stadelman to buy, take off some of that take off some of that uh, clock time there, and force the uh, the blades to come uh, full 200 feet back to back to our zone, which they've done rather quickly. Okay. So. The five-minute major will be served by Natalie Carlson. Here we have a chance for Emma Coley. We'll get to the penalty in a moment. Here's a shot and a save by the uh, keeper, Schuler, as the uh, Blades will exit the zone. So we have a five-minute major and a ten-minute misconduct penalty. Uh, the five-minute major will be served by Natalie Carlson, and then Justison will serve that ten-minute uh, misconduct penalty so five minutes of power play one minute has already elapsed and here's a chance for the the uh, blades as that's once again a chance for reagan woolers who's uh, been on the score sheet twice tonight once a goal and one an assist she has the puck in the far corner now woolers takes a shot oh and shoots and scores uh wall was fooled she thought the pass was going to go or shot thought right woolers was going to pass that puck instead she took the shot kind of a no-look shot and wall uh, gives that up. It's going to be a power play goal here for the Blades. 
I will say on a positive note, uh, she misread the play, and it was a, it was kind of a crafty little no look pass that she she looked at her or, or, or no or, or a look no pass, if you will, that she had her head up and was looking at her defenseman when she shot back. And I, I guess the one positive thing is uh, Wall was coming out. Uh, nice and aggressive shot that if, if she would have made that pass, she was in the proper position to make that save. But uh, like I said, uh, uh, Bowlers is real crafty and a nice uh, nice no-look shot there back in, and really went back in behind that wall. Yeah, and that's uh, going to be the second goal, the second uh, power play goal uh, we've seen here tonight for the Blades. Second goal of the night for Wolers. That's 4-1 to one on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard. Still three minutes and three seconds of power play time in a five-minute major. So even if the Blades score another goal, they still will have uh, that power play as Detroit Lakes will to clear it out of the zone. It's held in here by the Blades. Send one to the near corner. Blades will have it. This is Pausch. Pausch will pass it back to the point. Is it to Rugland? Played off the boards by Strand and then cleared by Olsen all the way down. Racing after it in her own zone is Ivy Oshock. Oshock behind her own net. Minute 47 to go in the first period. 4-1, Blades leading. Detroit Lakes here in girls hockey. 2.18 left in the power play. Here's Emma Coley. She's hit the pipe two or three times tonight. Now she finds it back in the net. Emma Coley with her sixth goal of the season makes it 4-2. Coley beating the goaltender five-hole. They tried to make a long stretch pass coming out of the zone, and it was uh, it was mishandled by the by the Blades winger and Coley picked that up at neutral ice, took three hard strides, and as as the Blades were moving up ice, trying to get into their power play uh, formation, there she just made one quick sidestep and then didn't hold on to the puck too long. Good, quick, hard snapshot and beats the goaltender. So that's a shorthanded goal for the Lakers. So a shorthanded goal for Coley. Another chance here for Coley as she shoots and. Get off the left pad of uh, Schuler, and I didn't hear if they gave her assist, uh, gave any assists on that. Uh, really, Coley there, goal. there definitely shouldn't have been any assists on it. Went from a, a Blades player right to Coley's stick. So I've seen stranger things. <laughs> <laughs> Puck is played in by Detroit Lakes. Minute three left in the first period. Thorstenson will pass it in front. Back to the point. Slap shot. Taken. Rebound. Goal! Emma Coley on the rebound. Makes it 4-3. to three. Hard slap shot from the point. Haley Stallman with that shot. And good job there by the senior Emma Coley to stay in front of the net. And then just shoveling that puck over uh, the goaltender to make it 4-3. to three. I was just about to uh, just uh, just about to pick her out and say, you know, you never want to shoot those pucks unless they're past you on that one-timer situation. Cup it, wrist shot, and good hard shot in the net. But uh, the, because she got it there so quickly and so solid, it created that rebound and allowed Coley to score that goal. So that it will be an assist for Stadelman. and Thorstenson will get an assist as well. So two shorthanded goals in less than a minute for Detroit Lakes and 30 seconds left in this first period. It's a new game with uh, Detroit Lakes now trailing 4-3. to three. Uh, Really some huge goals in the final two minutes of this uh, period. This period not over yet as the Blades will bring the puck in. 
Blades on offense. Shot blocker saved there by Wall. Cleared to the corner by Detroit Lakes' Bryn Erickson. Now the cleared out by Maddie Olsen. Seven seconds, maybe one last rush. Olsen with the puck over the blue line. It's poke checked away by the Blades, and that's how we'll end the uh, first period. So some, some scoring for both teams. Here in this first period from the Ken Freeman Arena, our score on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard, it's the Blades 4, the Lakers 3. You're listening to Girls Hockey on the station. You can count on KDLM Detroit Lakes. We'll be back with our first period intermission report right after this. Make the decision to work for Precision. Precision Printing has a opening for a graphic designer. This position offers a variety of graphic design, customer service, and hands-on production of printed products. Stop by Precision Printing today to apply. Applicants must be proficient in use of Adobe Creative Suite products. Precision Printing offers great benefits and generous paid time off. Apply at their location. Precision Printing is located on Front Street in Detroit Lakes. Or check them out online at ppofmn.com. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. Come check out the Boys and Girls Thrift Store and more of Detroit Lakes. They've got the largest selection of thrift family apparel in the upper Midwest, all at low, low everyday prices. The B&G Thrift Store and more has been voted the best thrift discount store in the Lakes area. From truckload sales to outdoor living furniture to thrift items, they cover everything you could possibly want. Shop Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7, Sundays, 10 a.m. to 5. The Boys and Girls Thrift Store and more is a proud supporter of all Laker athletics. The C in Senex stands for convenience. Check out these specials at your local Senex C store in Detroit Lakes, Lake Park, and Twin Valley. Abby's Pumpkin Bread, $5.49 for a one-pound loaf. Five-hour energy, two for five bucks. Sweet Chaos Popcorn, Gingerbread, or Peppermint Crunch, also two for five bucks. Fulfill Protein Bars, $1.69 each. And Van Holten's Jumbo Pickles, just a buck. Save now at Senex with convenient locations in Detroit Lakes, Lake Park, and Twin Valley. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. Action Fabricating and Minnesota Metalworks in Detroit Lakes hopes all the players, coaches, and fans have a great game. From sheet metal fabrication, machining services, laser cutting, forming, welding, and more. Let Action Fabricating help solve your business needs. Give them a call at 847-4034. That's 847-4034. Good luck in today's game from Action Fabricating and Minnesota Metalworks in Detroit Lakes. 
Laney's in Detroit Lakes is a proud supporter of the Detroit Lakes Lakers. Laney's Mechanical has been in business in the Detroit Lakes area for over 28 years, providing our customers solutions for all their plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Their professional and technically experienced team prides itself on its friendly, clean, and honest approach with the goal of providing world-class service to you, our customers, each and every time. Laney's Plumbing and Heating, good luck to all Laker athletes. As Ameriprise Advisors, we can work with you to provide personalized financial advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call me, Matt Carrier, Private Wealth Advisor, or Financial Advisor Kelsey Barty at Carrier & Barty, a Private Wealth Advisor practice of Ameriprise Financial Services today at 218-847-2676. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. All right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. Charlie Newell along with Matt Wimmer bringing you play-by-play coverage of girls hockey here tonight as Detroit Lakes and Wapiton Breckenridge face off. And right now we've played a period, so we're in our first period intermission. And we have a score of 4-3 to three on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard. Wapiton Breckenridge leading Detroit Lakes as uh, Wapiton Breckenridge taking advantage of uh, a five-minute major penalty that was assessed on uh, Hadley Justison and uh, scoring a couple of power play goals. In fact, uh, scoring uh, two power play goals um, on that on that penalty. And then they also had uh, a power play uh, goal uh, earlier uh, when uh, Stadelman was called for checking. So we'll see if, uh, if the power play will yield more uh, goals as there's still 36 seconds left on the penalty uh, that's being served by Natalie Carlson for that misconduct penalty that was assessed to Justison. Her first goal of the game was scored by Haley Stadelman 31 seconds in to the game. Emma Coley with the assist. Wapton Breckenridge answered back with 15-12 left in the first period. Goal scored by number 89 uh, Lily Beyer, that was an unassisted goal. It was a goal where Detroit Lakes kind of put it in themselves to, to tie the game one-to-one. Uh, then the uh, Blades took the lead to make it two-to-one uh, with 12.45 left in the first period. Beautiful goal from Reagan Wolers, who walked it from the corner, walked it in front, and then put a nice backhand on the net to make it two-to-one. Uh, Wolers unassisted to make it two-to-one. Uh, Wapton Breckenridge was called for a penalty. It was a uh, checking call against Allison Hare. Detroit Lakes unable to take advantage of their power play opportunity. And Stadelman was called for a checking minor uh, minutes after the uh, penalty expired on Wapton Breckenridge. Wapton Breckenridge was able to score a power play goal. Annabelle Pouch was given the goal. Reagan uh, Woolers was uh, given the assist. And that made the score 3-1. Then we had that uh, five-minute major penalty, uh, uh, ten-minute misconduct penalty uh, called, and uh, Wapton Breckenridge was able to score. Reagan Wooler's power play goal unassisted, really faking out uh, uh, Emma Wall, thinking that uh, she was going to pass. Wall went to her right, and uh, Wooler's took the shot on net and fooled her to make the score 4-1. to one. And then Emma Coley in the final two minutes of that first period scored two shorthanded goals with 137 left, uh, Coley was able to, to find the back of the net. And then with 54 seconds remaining in the first period, a shot from the blue line 
a rebound in front. Coley able to find the back of the net. So really a nice night here for Emma Coley. She's got uh, she's had a hand in all three goals so far. She's got two goals and one assist uh, uh, tonight. So really a nice start for her. And it's a high-scoring game, kind of what we thought. And uh, seven goals combined between these two teams after one period of play. Yeah, I mean, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, shoot the puck, and see how many you get on net. Your, you know, the the your opportunity to score here tonight is, is good if you can get some good hard shots. Looks like on the ice is the way to go. You know, while Walls have been making the saves, they're up in the block area and stuff. So, you know, let let and both and all the goals that the Lakers have scored have been on the have been uh, square right on the ice. So it's a matter of shoot the puck as much as you can this evening and see what happens. I think the big story of that period is uh you know early in the period we were having we were struggling a little bit but uh, i tell you what when you uh when you uh let uh let in three power play goals and you're still only uh minus one on the scoreboard that's a pretty good uh pretty good indication of what's going out on, on out there in the fact that we've got an even matchup when the lakers when the, the lakers should feel pretty good about that they've been getting more offensive opportunities really while they're short-handed than when they're five on five since matter again cleaning up that D zone a little bit, making sure we can get some pucks down to the other end because, again, we can start to get some shots on net. You can even, it's obvious you can even this game up real quick. Shots in favor of Wapton Breckenridge, 15-9, and faceoffs uh, in that first period. Detroit Lakes uh, up on uh, Wapton Breckenridge, 6-5 in the faceoff department. So we'll see what the second period has in store for us. Again, on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard, after one period of play, it's Wapton Breckenridge leading Detroit Lakes here in girls hockey 4-3. Back with second period right after this. You're listening to girls hockey. You're on the station. You can count on KLM Detroit Lakes. Hey, Lake Crew, Nate Harms of U Motors Motorsports and Marine. Winter's here, and that means Christmas is around the corner, and we have what your family wants. Our toys may not fit under the tree, but we can store those until you're ready to reveal that perfect holiday gift. From a side-by-side snowmobile or kids' ATV, these presents won't just make memories around the tree, they'll make those memories for years to come. Stop by to one of our locations and let us help you pick out the perfect holiday gift. In Fargo, North Dakota, on 25th and Main Avenue, or Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, on Highway 59. Happy holidays. Here, our hobbies become our work, and our work becomes our passion. But when pain or injuries keep us from doing what we love, it can affect our entire way of life. That's why we meet these challenges head on. Whatever your good day looks like, we'll find it together. This is Essentia Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, like nowhere else. Visit EssentiaHealth.org. It's back, the Thanksgiving burrito. It's back all month long at Papacito's Burritos. Be thankful for lime rice, stuffing, shredded turkey breast, cheese, corn salsa, and homemade cranberry sauce all together at the table at once. This burrito is what being thankful is all about. Try the burrito of the month at Papacito's Burritos, the Thanksgiving burrito. Mmm, mmm, you'll be thankful you did. Located in Detroit Lakes, Perm, and Fergus Falls, Papacito's Burritos, always on the quest for freshness. Principal Mortgage Group, Inc. of Detroit Lakes is a wholesale mortgage broker committed to providing our clients with outstanding customer service. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, purchasing your dream home, refinancing an existing mortgage, or consolidating debt, our highly experienced team of mortgage professionals can help make your dreams come true. Contact Craig, Rob, or Julia at 844-7466 or apply securely online at principalmortgagedl.com. Good luck to all Laker athletes. Athletes this season. 
All right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. 4-3 our score, Wapton Breckenridge leading Detroit Lakes as we get the second period underway. Craig Teets, the lineman, will, linesman will uh, drop the puck here on this second period. The uh, Lakers will be going from right to left. The Blades will be going from left to right. Still 30 seconds to go on the power play here for the Blades as they bring the puck into the uh, offensive zone. Good stick lift by Emma Coley here on defense. She'll play it back to Stadelman. Stadelman behind her net. Plays it off the boards. Thornstenson tries to jam it along. Now Coley plays it off the boards, trying to find Thornstenson. Stolen here by Oshock. Oshock will pass it in front. Good job there by Stadelman to clear it to the corner. As the puck will squib free, goes behind the net. Coley will have it. And that penalty is finally over. So back at full strength now are the Detroit Lakes. There's a dump in on net, and that's going to be a save for Schuler. A that, tricky dump in. Yeah, as I was just going to say, it wasn't as easy a save as it probably looked like for from uh, from our vantage point. It was bouncing around a little bit, knuckling and bouncing, and she got down a good position and made a good strong save there and then kind of thought about pushing it back out to her teammates for just a quick second and then covered that back up, and they'll take the face off right to her blocker side. i got to imagine those fluttering pucks are some of the toughest shots to save if you're a goalkeeper i've never played the position but i can only imagine sometimes you just don't know how it's going to react if it hits the ice well you know and i remember trying to actually do that you know as you're if you're coming over the red and, and practicing it as a, when i was younger is to come over that red line and actually send dump ins if you're doing it to try to get them up in the air a little bit so they were bouncing around and give that goalie some fits to try to save it you never know sometimes they'll give them a bad bounce and go in there here's a chance in front oh good job there by the defense converged at scoring chance there for the blades though blades in the offensive zone detroit lakes jalen jensen backhands it to the near side it's played by jorgensen Caitlin Jorgensen trying to clear it out of the zone. Maddie Olson sticked it uh, out of the zone, and then it went back in. So delayed offsides on the blades. Just about played uh, two minutes here in this second period. As Detroit Lakes, this is Strand, takes a hard shot on net and a save by Schuler. Got down in front of that one and got that stick on it first instead of trying to get her glove on it first. We see that with goaltenders sometimes that are younger in the nets there. They don't use their stick. They try to, you know, the, the old uh, the old uh, coconut shell routine. Yeah. And, and uh, but there she used her stick first, made that initial save, then covered it with her glove. It was a nice save. Did you ever play the position? Goaltender? You know, I stepped in there a few times here and there for fun, and uh, it is—it's a lot of fun back there. If you, as long as you 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 get into it and don't just sit back there and wait a little bit. But uh, I gave it a try every, you know, you know, as a kid, you yeah, let me put let me put the pads on, kind of a routine. It's kind of fun. I never did. I you know, I started playing hockey when I was four years old. And I I never once put on the pads for. Well, and then, and then I started coaching and working with the goalies and researching it and researching the position as while I was coaching so you could help those guys out because you don't always have a goalie coach on staff. So then you find yourself getting in the position, not, you know, not necessarily taking shots, but uh, learning that position. And it's a, it's a real interesting uh, concept on how to play that, how to play that spot. Just shot from Stadelman, save. Good job there by 
Schuler, and you would never know that she's, you know, a first-year goalie. She seems to be playing, holding her own, just like Emma Wall. She's played well tonight as well. And where I was going with, uh, to continue my conversation, Schuler there coming out, playing that angle really nicely. You know, goaltending is all about geometry and, and how you're going to cover that uh, that 6 by 4 area with, with your size body. And right now, that means coming out of the net. She had her heels on the crease, hit her right in the bed, bread basket there, made a really nice save. Pass to the near side. This is Finkroll, one of the defensemen for the Blades. Second line defense. Passed up here to Bushok. Played in. Now pass goes across. Shot by the Blades. Blocked there by Strand. She's been active with her stick and using her body to, to block shots for her goaltender tonight. Tie up behind the net. Comes loose. Jorgensen for Detroit Legs has it. Caitlin Jorgensen trying to pass it to, to Maddie Olson. It's like uh, Coach Pepcorn kind of switching up the lines. Maddie Olson started out at right wing. Now she's playing center, centering, uh, I suppose, with Justice, and that's why. Justice is still serving that misconduct penalty. That's That explains it all. So that's Maddie Olson playing center now on that second line, doing some, some adjusting with uh, Justice and still in the penalty box. We should be getting close to her coming out, but I think she'll have to sit the full 15 minutes, I believe. It's a 10-minute penalty, but that 10 minutes First doesn't start after. until after the five-minute was over. Sure. So essentially her 10 minutes started at uh, uh, 36 seconds into this period, so we won't see her till uh, around the 17-minute mark. Another nice play by Strand, knocking that pass loose, but a chance in front of Great save by Wall! Going from right post to the middle of the crease, and now a shot taken wide. That was a fantastic save by Wall. Now a chance here again for the, the Blades to keep the puck in the zone, and Detroit Lakes will clear it out. Jorgensen clearing it out. Great exchange with Schuler and Wollers there for that one-time blast right from the slot, right between the two hash marks. Oh, Wollers calling for that puck, didn't get that pass, and instead a shot taken by Kennedy Schuler and her shot was blocked. Now pass in front, and Wollers once again right on the doorstep. This time kind of got that puck on edge and didn't get a lot on it as the puck goes to the near corner. Lofton Breckenridge putting the pressure on, but Detroit Lakes now skating it out of the zone. Coley's going to skate it out, trying to tie this game. Got three points tonight. No penalty here as uh, play continues. Thought maybe the, the refs would have called something there, but the play continues. Here's a chance for the Blades in front and a goal going top shelf. Kennedy Schuler, top line right winger, gets the goal as she beats Emma Wall, top shelf uh, blocker side, and makes it now 5-3 to three in favor of the Blades. And that whole play started actually down in that defensive zone with Coley coming in on a nice rush. But uh, but Addie Rugland making a nice step-up play, stick on puck, got that got the puck away, and then as they moved up, like you said, there was a little tie-up that was uh, that could have been called, maybe not. But uh, as she as she picked up that puck, Kennedy showing some Kennedy Schuler showing some speed, and then that quick uh, hard wrist shot on net, and uh, got that one did get up in the air a little bit and over the blocker of Emma Walls. So the assist going to go to Wollers and also uh, an assist going to Britta Pausch. So 5-3 to three our score. The Blades leading Detroit Lakes with 11.20 to go in the second period. Dumped in here again by the Blades. Good little jump in the step of uh, Wapton Breckenridge here in this second period. Well, Coach uh, had something to say at uh, intermission, but it seems like they're coming out with a little bit more intensity. 
Well, you had to be down a little bit after getting two shorthanded goals scored on you during a five-minute major. So you come out, you get that first goal back, and you get that jump back in your step and, and take take that control, take the control back in the game as they had for most of that first period, as it showed on the scoreboard with a three-goal deficit until until Coley stepped up and got those two shorthanders. So you come out in the second, you score that first goal, and you get that you you get that energy back. Stadelman with the puck, she'll take it wide here in the defensive zone. Banks it off the boards to Coley. Got it up to Thorsonson. Delayed offsides. Puck is now played back to Detroit Lakes' blue line. That's Bryn Erickson. Now Coley jams it along. Both teams kind of just whacking at that puck in neutral ice. As the puck goes D to D. This is Rugland with the puck. Addie Rugland will dump it in. And Detroit Lakes will retreat, pick it up in their defensive zone. 10.05 to go, second period, 5-3 our score. Blades with good momentum here in this second period, but here comes a chance. Here's a chance for Caden Thorstenson for Detroit Lakes. Shot, save, rebound off the side of the net. Second chance opportunity off the side of the net for Thorstenson. As it's loose in front, Rhett Zimmo whacking at it. Coley finds it right circle, and that puck dribbles to the near side. Zima tries to play it back to Strand, could not connect on that pass, and it goes all the way back into Detroit Lakes zone. Nine and a half to go, second period, five to three. Blades on a line change, they switched everybody up. Detroit Lakes will get it over the blue line. Olsen lost her footing, lost the puck in the process as well. Now Finkroll has it. Finkroll, oh, wide open, here's a chance for the Blades. A lapse in defense and a goal. Nobody was back on defense for Detroit Lakes, and uh, Jalen Jensen tried to get back, but Ashlyn Woolers will get the goal on a breakaway. Just an ill-timed line, line change looked like for Detroit Lakes, and that results in a goal. What happened is they had made their line change, and uh, and Wollers kind of snuck off there, off of the bench, as we're in that second period here in Detroit Lakes, and you've got that, you switch it up, and you get that short line change. You've got to stay on side. She kind of crept off the bench. She was way offside, stepped back over the blue line, received that pass, and then made it count in the end. Sis going to go to Riley Finkroll. So Ashlyn Wollers gets the goal, Riley Finkroll with the assist to make it 6-3. to three. That's the uh, 20th shot on goal for the Blades as they look to generate another shot, and they do. Saved by Wall, rebound, and it's now picked up by Olsen in the corner. Detroit Lakes' says Maddie Olsen will skate it along. Good job here by Olsen to skate it almost end-to-end. -end. That puck came a little bit too far out in front of her. Good job by the goalkeeper, Schuler to come out and play that puck. Otherwise, it would have been a good scoring chance there for Maddie Olsen. I just couldn't catch up to it. It was going a little, just a little too fast, you know. And that's, you know, that's where the the Lakers right now. Part of their a little bit of their issue is, as you notice, the Wapiton team or Wapiton Breckenridge, the Blades have been coming up the ice with two or three passes, nice crisp passes on tape, and they're moving in for offensive opportunities. The Lakers are trying to lug the puck up or make a last ditch effort or a long stretch pass, and they're not connecting with those. They've got to take their opportunities and make sure they make a good sharp breakout play and. Don't allow that Breckenridge to, to get those uh, the, the uh, neutral ice exchange. Ooh, it could have been a two-on-one there for Detroit Lakes, but the defense of uh, Womp Breck takes it away. Every time I hear the Blades, isn't there a minor league hockey team named the Blades? I just I feel like there's a, a minor league hockey team named the Blades. but Could have dreamt it up. Has the uh, <laughs> the Everblades. <laughs> I know about the Everblades, Everblades. down in the... 
down on the golf coast there. I believe they're in the Southern Pro, a uh, potentially East Coast League. I'm not sure, but that's uh, that's one of them. I, and I sure through the years there has been a Blades team. Why wouldn't there yeah. be? Makes sense to me. Emma Coley with a shot oh, off the side of the net. Uh, puck is loose, still jammed at it. It's loose in front. Thorstensen gives it back to Stadelman. And that shot goes wide. Detroit Lakes trying to keep the pressure on. Here's Erickson with the shot. Bryn Erickson, an eighth grader for Detroit Lakes out there. Shot was blocked to the near side. That's picked up here by the Blades. This is Beyer with the puck. Byers skates it to the penalty boxes. Loses it there. Thorns, it's a nice little stick handle move, but... Again, that, that line change, Matt, you're so right. that In between uh, you know, the, the benches and the blue line, you've got to be cognizant of making that line change because there was an offside, and it could have been a breakaway. Well, Ken Freeman Arena here, the, the, ice, the ice, actual ice surface size is, uh, you know, it's, it's not a full 200 feet. It's about a little over, I think it's about 188 feet, to be honest. But the end zones, when they put the new boards in here, the end zones, they made regulations. So the neutral ice zone is scrunched right down. The blue lines actually are on about the door on the on the neutralized side of the doors to get out. So if you get out on the defensive end of your bench, uh, you know, then you're, uh, you're off sides as you come off the bench. You've really got to be cognizant of where you're coming off and your timing of it, or you do force yourself offside uh, unintentionally, obviously, but you're, once you get out of the bench, you're automatically off sides here at Ken Freeman Arena. Hadley Justison still in the penalty box, so she's still got some time to serve there. Uh, I think she should get out at 624. Okay. Roughly. Yeah, that would make sense. Ten minutes after, so 36 seconds of carry overtime. Dumped in here by Detroit Lakes. 6.33 to go here in the second period. 6-3. to Lofton Breckenridge leading and looking to add on to that lead as they have a chance to drive it wide. Oh, Wall took a little shot there as uh, the forward uh, Allison Hare was trying to drive to the net. Lost the puck, but made contact with Emma Wall. No penalty. Play continues. Addison Strand will skate it out to neutralize Strand. Takes it herself, then takes a long-distance shot. That's blockered to the corner. And played by the Blades out of the zone. As Jensen the Lakers dump it in. The Lakers really would be uh, advantageous to them to just take a, like the offsides there. Go ahead and take the offsides. I believe Justison will get back out at that point and add to your lineup as we, you know she's she's someone that adds to that uh, that lineup offensively and defensively. So we want to get her back in, but she's not going to be able to get out of the box until we get a whistle. Oh. Icing played here by the the Blades in the offensive zone. Riley Finkrell. Back to the ice by Stadelman. Stadelman's called once already tonight for checking. Almost <laughs> could have been another one there, but good defensive play in the eyes of the official. Stadelman has it now far corner. She'll play it out. Olsen should be icing here, and it is. And now <laughs> Justison will get out of the box. Well rested. Well rested. You know, and out of Stadelman, we want to see that. We want to, we, I've talked about that in the past with the ladies hockey. We want to see some aggressive play. We should be taking a body checking call. We're not looking for the checking from behind that ended up 
uh, putting Justice into the box for 15 minutes. But we want to see those types of plays because that keeps that that keeps uh, keeps their uh, the, your opponents off balance a little bit because they're not expecting that rough play out there. They expect to be able to skate around and and not and not play those bodies. So if you can get in there, play a little bit more of an aggressive style, push the envelope a little bit on the body play here in women's hockey. It's a it's a very good oh. strategy. That's one uh, Wall wishes she could have back. Uh, a bouncing puck towards the net. Carson Neppel will get that uh, goal. Make it seven to three. It was just kind of a. I don't even know if it was a shot. It was more or less just kind of a deflection. Deflection and a shot that was bouncing. You were absolutely correct. You know what she kind of looked like? You know, when you're playing baseball and you're playing shortstop, second base in the middle there, and, and a slow roller or a high chopper comes in. Instead of going up and catching it between hops, you wait back on it, and it takes that bad hop on you. And that's what it looked like uh, Wall did in that period. She kind of waited back on the hop, and then that threw her out of business, uh, out of uh, out of. Uh, out of her regular stance, which forced her stick up in the air, and that bounce came right at right at the last second. She kind of got herself off of balance over because she didn't come out and aggressively play that puck, and that lifted her stick up and uh, unfortunately bounced past her for the seventh goal of the night. So that goal, Carson Neppel gets the uh, goal. The assist goes to uh, Ivy Oshock. Oh, chance now for Detroit. Lakes it. Goal! Cadence <laughs> Thorstenson was there. Goaltender was looking behind her in the net. She had thought it already had went in, but it had not. And Thornstenson right there on the doorstep. That puck brought in. I believe Emma Coley brought that puck in. And uh, that puck right there. And Thornstenson makes it a 7-4 a game now. And uh, from my best vantage over here, I don't think she touched it with her stick. I think it went off her skate. She didn't kick it. She was just skating in towards the net, putting some pressure on it. It looked like it went right off the right off the toe of her skate and into the, and into the back of the net. Thorstenson will get the goal. Coley's going to get another assist. And so Emma Coley, she's been a part of all of the goals tonight. Four-point night for Emma Coley. Two goals and uh, two assists tonight for Emma. As Thorstenson will get her first goal of the season. And Detroit Lakes now down by three goals, 7-4. to four. We've seen this game a run of goals every now and then, kind of like basketball tonight where we've seen runs put together by teams. We'll see what Detroit Lakes can do here as Coley has a chance on Nickel! That's the hat trick for Emma Coley. And it's now 7-5 to five here with 3.39 to go here in the second period. Coley taking, taking the puck away from the defense of uh, Watt Breck and then putting it Top shelf, glove hand side. 7-5, to five, our score. It was really nice to see as she picked that up and then uh, immediately loaded it up to shoot it. Held on to it for a second, which uh, moved the goaltender, uh, uh, Schuler, out of the net. And nice to see that she had her head up, picked an area on the net that was wide open, and made it count because now you've got yourself back into that game. Like you said, we've seen these little runs. We knew it was going to be a high-scoring game coming in. And it was going to be a matter of defensively how well you could play to keep the least amount of shots off the net. And right now the Lakers are starting to even up those shots that they've been greatly behind on. They're evening them up, and they're making the shots that they take count by having their heads up and finding the open net. It's been a fun game here tonight. If you like high-scoring games, this is it as uh, the Blades bring it back into the offensive zone. Olsen will play it off the boards. This does not have the strength for icing as the uh, Blades will have to play it back in their own zone. Detroit Lakes there, Ella Larson with the puck. 
Larson trying to pass it to Coley. Broken up. Now it's played by the Blades' Addie Rugland. And back out to neutralize. Coley will take over. Get on side. Oh, man. Uh, delayed offsides. Olsen was a little bit tardy to the bench and was uh, called offsides. And so we'll have a neutral zone faceoff just outside the Blades' blue line on the near side in front of the Laker bench. You know, that's a that's a type of thing that should be getting the opposing team. But the home team, you got to plan for that when you're making that. You know that. You make your line changes. You make sure you beeline to the blue line before you go to the before you go back to the bench there here in Ken, in Ken Freeman Arena. It's kind of a it's a little bit of a home ice advantage if you can make it work for yourself. Thorstenson looking for her second goal of the night. Hit it right off the blocker of Schuler. Good hard shot saved by Schuler. Puck stays on side. Now it's out to neutral ice. Played by the Blades. Now stick to the side. Jorgensen for Detroit Lakes. Tying up. Comes loose. Backhanded shot. Stick saved there by Wall. We have a delayed penalty, Matt. I don't know where this penalty is from. It's going to be a cross-checking penalty here against uh, Detroit Lakes. There's a little extracurricular activity going down in the corner there, but I thought maybe they were going to call them both on that, but I think what happened is they let him go, let him go, and then uh, and, and, and then uh, Zima took the last, was it Zima? No. Took the last little shot at her at the end, but that's hmm. what it looked like to me, but if that was the case, then I think Zima would have been in. Those are the two that were shucking and jiving down in the corner there, so I'm not sure what they picked up somewhere else on the rink. I was watching the one-on-one battle down here in the corner, and they both went at it, and then there was one last shot, but that's not who they called. Called it on Stadelman for cross-checking. So and She was in the middle of the rink, so maybe there was something in front of the net. I had my eyes peeled down here in the corner. Yeah, and it was the official away from the play, far, so far, far side. side official. So Saw something on something. the back end. Yeah. So Detroit Lakes will try to kill off a penalty. It hasn't been a bad thing that uh, Detroit Lakes, you know, they've had a couple goals scored when they were shorthanded. In fact, the shorthanded unit has had more goals than the power play unit here tonight. But uh, here we go. The uh, Blades with a shot on net. Wall with a nice save. Rebound. Oh, it's a block shot in front. Oh, fantastic uh, block shot. Uh, 15, that's Stadelman. They have number 15 in the uh, penalty box, so I'm not exactly sure who the penalty is on, but Stadelman just made a fantastic block, saving a goal as Wall was a little bit out of position, made that first initial save, rebound, kicked out wide back door, and uh, thankfully Stadelman was standing in the crease to block that shot. And in a game like tonight that we've been having good luck when we've been shorthanded, ice that puck and get down on the forecheck. You never know what's going to happen there if you can get down there and start some pressure on the goaltender. Here we go again. Thorstensen looking for her second tonight. Thorstensen brings it in. Still with the puck on her stick. She'll move it back to Stadelman. Stadelman will try to shovel it uh, into the zone. Picked up by Beyer. Broken up here by Stadelman. Oh, it's played by... The uh, Blades, this is Ivy Oshock, gives it up to Woolers. Reagan Woolers, she's shifty with the puck, and she scores. Reagan Woolers with another goal tonight. And I believe well, that'll be her second goal of the night. So a uh, another goal there for Reagan Woolers. And the Blades now lead 8-5. to five. 
that quick turnaround again, and she really has a nice quick shot off of that skating stride. She doesn't let her feet rest, takes that last stride with her shot, and that tends to fool some goalies, especially one that hasn't been in there a lot because you're not sure when that puck's going to come off the stick, where it's going to come off from. And so she does a really nice job disguising that and the quick hard shot as we see the uh, blades come on the offsides on the shift change. So we took advantage of that as they were, would have been coming in three on one on the Lakers there. So that goal scored 49 seconds left in the second period. Eight to five, our score. Woolers her second of the night. As the uh, Blades will dump it in. 28 seconds to go. Blades in the far corner. Here's Hadley Justison. She's back out on the ice after a long rest uh, in the penalty box as the uh, Lakers will clear it out to neutralize. 15 seconds to go here in this second period. Beyer gets the pass. 10 seconds left. Beyer with the puck. Takes a shot towards the net. Knifed away there by the goaltender for Detroit Lakes. Now pass in front. Oh, wall with a nice save. Shot taken by Ivy Oshock. Beautiful save. That's another nice save there for Wall as she keeps this game at 8-5. So on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard, we played two periods here from the Kent Freeman Arena. And 8-5, uh, to five, Wapton Breckenridge leads Detroit Lakes here tonight in girls hockey. We'll take a break. We'll be back with our second period intermission report next. You're listening to Laker Hockey here on the station. You can count on KDLM Detroit Lakes. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. It may seem a little early thinking about summers on the lake, but I'm already dreaming of them, and I don't want you to miss out. So secure your pontoon now at J&K Marine, because some of life's best moments happen on the water. And at J&K Marine, we simplify boat ownership, and we make it easy so you can enjoy all the memories. Your new pontoon awaits now at jkmarine.com or visit any of our locations. All of your insurance needs under one roof. American Family Insurance. Matt and Jim are here to help with auto, home, and business policies. Their unique backgrounds, training, and experience have prepared them to assist you. As residents in our community, they understand how important it is to be there for you, trusted friends and neighbors. Together, they're building strong partnerships to help everyone succeed. Call today for your quote. Good luck, Lakers. From American Family Insurance, Matt and Jim Headstrom. There are few things more precious to a family than the things we pass down from one generation to the next. And that's exactly why families have trusted Dental Associates in Detroit Lakes since 1958. They're the gentle Detroit Lakes dentists. Dr. Zunick, Kivy, and Darwin provide a full range of dental services from general and family dentistry to cosmetic work. Discover why so many families have made Dental Associates part of their family tradition. Call 218-847-2624. Dental Associates, serving the Detroit Lakes and surrounding communities since 1958. 
Could you use an extra five grand? BTD Manufacturing is now offering up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus, hiring all positions and training for all skill levels. BTD Manufacturing is an industry leader in the custom metal fabrication arena right in the heart of Lakes Country. Now offering higher starting wages up to $23.49 per hour, plus up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus. To apply and see all the details, visit btdmfg.com. BTD Manufacturing, a proud supporter of Laker Athletics. Hey, you guys! Accessories Unlimited in Detroit Lakes wants you to become an AU guy. Accessories Unlimited is a rapidly growing company in the Detroit Lakes area, and they're looking for first and second shift assembly welders, assemblers, and powder painters. Competitive wages, a sign-on bonus along with performance bonus, 401k, and PTO. Experience preferred, but Accessories Unlimited offers on-the-job training, too. To apply, call 844-8622 or go to AULLC. And good luck this year to all DL Laker teams. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. Lake Shirts has been named the Lakes area's best place to work for years now. And with good reason. Friendly people, casual dress, flexible scheduling, great profit sharing, and dogs at work are just a few of the ways that Lake Shirts stands out. And Lake Shirts is currently looking for great people like you to join their team for full and part-time positions. Check out all of the current openings at lakeshirts.com. See why life is better in a t-shirt. Lake Shirts, a proud sponsor of Laker Sports and the Minnesota Twins. The C in Senex stands for convenience. Check out these specials at your local Senex Sea store in Detroit Lakes, Lake Park, and Twin Valley. Abby's Pumpkin Bread, $5.49 for a one-pound loaf. Five-hour energy, two for five bucks. Sweet Chaos Popcorn, Gingerbread, or Peppermint Crunch, also two for five bucks. Fulfill Protein Bars, $1.69 each. And Van Holten's Jumbo Pickles, just a buck. Save now at Senex with convenient locations in Detroit Lakes, Lake Park, and Twin Valley. You on? Yep. Welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena as we are watching girls hockey here tonight, broadcasting to you here in the beautiful press box here at the Ken Freeman Arena. Um, eight to five, our score. Wapiton Breckenridge leading Detroit Lakes here. Uh, let's run through the scoring summary in that second period. Wapiton Breckenridge was uh, able to get on the board first. It was an even strength goal. Kennedy Schuler at the 5.09 mark of the second period got the goal. Reagan Woolers with the assist along with Britta Pausch. Then uh, at 7.46 in the second period, Blades scored another one. It was an even strength goal. Ashlyn Woolers got the uh, goal. Riley Finkrell with the assist. The 12.02 mark of the second period. Another even strength goal for the Blades. Carson Neppel got the goal. Ivy Oshock with the assist to uh, make the score at that time 7-4. to four. Check that, 7-3. to three. And then Detroit Lakes was able to uh, get two goals of their own as uh, uh, less than 30 seconds later after uh, that seventh goal by the Blades, Detroit Lakes' Cadence Thornsonson got the goal. Emma Coley with the assist at the 12-31 mark of the second period. 
Then at the 13-21 mark of the second period, Emma Coley got an even strength goal. That was an unassisted goal. That's her third goal of the game. She's got a hat trick, and then she also has two assists. So a five-point night, been involved in all five goals for the uh, Lakers. It was actually Addison Strand who was called for that cross-checking penalty at the 15.06 mark of the second period. The Blades were able to take advantage of that power play as Reagan Wollers got the goal. Ivy Oshock with the assist. That was with 49 seconds left in the second period that the Blades got that final goal to make the score 8-5. Shots in favor of the Blades, 27-23. Detroit Lakes did outshoot the Blades in that second period. They outshot them 14-12 in that uh, second period. Detroit Lakes still in favor in the uh, face-offs department, 13-11. Uh, um, penalties. Detroit Lakes has taken a lot more penalties than the uh, Blades have. Uh, total penalties for Detroit Lakes, 17 minutes in total penalty time. Of course, we had that 10-minute misconduct climate major penalty. The Blades have uh, committed two penalties. They've had four minutes of uh, penalty time. Detroit Lakes has two shorthanded goals. The Blades have two power play goals. Uh, in this game so far. So it's been an interesting game. If you like high-scoring games, uh, this is one that you would just absolutely love. It's 8-5, our score here. We go to the third period. Yeah, it's like an all-star game out right. there. No no, de- no defense, and we're going to see who the you know see who the first one to 15 is to, to win this hockey game. And, you know, at the pace we're going now, we're going to come close to that. But, you know, in all seriousness, they, they've, there's been some nice offensive play out there. And, uh, like you said, you know, there isn't a, there, you know, there's not a lot of defense being played, but it, this game would be even without the Blades defense that have been doing a nice job. Not a lot of odd, not a lot of odd player rushes there as they're coming up the ice, and and uh, the Lakers have, have actually been coming back on defense fairly well, but with uh, with the uh, the quick shots and opportunities that they've taken. You know, they've been able to beat our goaltender. So it's it's been a fairly even game, and it's been kind of like you said. It's been kind of like a basketball game where you go on these little runs and, and you get a team that scores a couple, and then they come back and score a couple more. And so it's a matter of trying to even it out. The Lakers have, were way behind in shots in that early in the first period, but have started to just work their way back into it with 23-27 uh, to 27 trailing in the shot department. And uh, eight to five score here as we start this third period. So what we want to do is basically we want to get that puck out. We've been we we have been still struggling on that defensive zone breakout. Our coverages have been okay, but once there's a transition in the play, we don't make any of the clean breakout passes, and we end up turning the puck over at neutral ice. That gives a quick exchange for the for this uh, Wapbrek team to come into the zone, and a lot of their goals have been coming off of that quick shot, quick. Quick uh, 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 center ice drive, and then a quick shot fooling our goaltender there. Yeah, going back to the breakout where we've struggled passing the puck. I mean, we have had success skating the puck out. So if you're Coach Pepcorn, you say, hey, let's just skate the puck out. That seems to be working. We'll work on it in practice. Let's just try to skate the puck out of the zone. Well, I think we got to get them coming. And, and I, yeah, I, I would agree with if we're skating the puck out, we do have some good strong skaters. Some of the bigger girls are back there that have a nice stride, can protect the puck a little bit, and that can come up out of the zone. But then you've got to make that decision and say, listen, once this, once this Blades team, they, they come back, so you're going to be coming up the ice. You've got to get some help coming with you. What it looks like for the Lakers a lot of time is, is once one of those girls starts skating the puck, the other two or three kind of stop and watch her go. Instead of taking 
backing off and saying we're gonna, we might have to put on the brakes at the blue line, yeah. but we're going right now. And then that gives that skater an opportunity to headman the puck. And early in the first period, we saw Coley coming down with that uh, three on uh, three on one advantage. Didn't have her head up to move that puck over. So it's a combination there. And but we are we're doing if we can skate the puck out, then it's a matter of what do you do with it once we get over that or get close to that red line as that uh, blades defensive core starts to group up in the middle there. And uh, but otherwise, like I said, I've seen some good things offensively out there. And and I tell you what, this blades team has a good enough it has enough talent on that team that. They've got to be a little bit difficult to play against as they move. They move through neutral ice very well, and there's, it's not like it. Uh, you know, it's not low competition out there. That's a, this is a good competition yeah. hockey game. Two teams fighting for it, and we're going to see which one can. It's going to. It's it's a, a race to ten. We'll see which one can get there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with third period puck drop next. You're listening to Laker Hockey on the station. You can count on KDLM Detroit Lakes. There are a lot of great jobs out there and a lot of great companies, maybe even the one you work for now. But not every job can give you what you need. Maybe you prefer consistent daytime hours. We can give you that. Maybe you'd prefer a smaller environment where your voice can be heard and your opinion matters. We do that as well. If a change might be what you're looking for, come see me at D&D Appliance. We're looking for a couple fantastic people to work in sales and in installation. We offer a competitive full-time benefits package and we can accommodate part-time as well. Ask for Chris at 1050 Highway 59 South, Detroit Lakes. Most people don't think much about turning on a light switch or where that power comes from. But the folks at Detroit Lakes Public Utilities sure do. Every single day, even during these uncertain times. Reliability is very important as we remain committed to our customers. Not only do you rely on us when your doors are open, you also rely on us when your doors are closed. When that nasty storm comes through, our local crews work 24-7. From that morning cup of coffee to your child's nightlight, we power your whole day. Reliability. That's one value of public power and Detroit Lakes Public Utilities. Ocus and Off-Trail City Sales and Detroit Lakes has been selling Polaris equipment for over 20 years. Ocasens encourages you to ride before you buy. Their store is located on an operating farm and offers many acres for test rides. They offer a full-service shop, a huge inventory of parts in stock, and parking for trail access. See Ocasen Off-Trail Sales for your ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile parts, and accessory needs. Ocasen Off-Trail Sales, located off County Road 113. Give them a call, 847-9304, online at ocasens.com. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. All right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. Charlie Newton along with Matt Wimmer bringing you play-by-play coverage of girls hockey. Wapton Breckenridge leading 8-5 as we begin this third period. As Detroit Lakes trails, but uh, I don't think even a five-goal, six-goal lead would be uh, safe in this type of game. We've had just a high-scoring game. Here's a chance for the Blades, and they shoot and score their first shot of the uh, third period is going to be a goal and that's going to be a hat trick now for Regan Woolers as she scores 31 seconds in to this third period. There's that same drive off of the off of the half boards down low. This time she ended up 
uh, cutting in a little bit and facing the goaltender, but uh, Emma Wall came right out and challenged her, but she's got a nice sneaky shot there and really picked her target and just dropped it in right above that goalie pad and below the blocker. Uh, it's a great spot to be shooting. She knew exactly where she was going with it, had her head up and nice patience and just a very nice goal, not a lot uh, Nothing to criticize on the Lakers. That was just an excellent individual effort. Yeah, Reagan Wooler's a really nice player. She's got great stick handling skills, really good uh, shooting, too. If she got some speed, she'd really be dangerous, but uh, doesn't have that speed quite yet. I'm not sure what how old she is, but uh, she uh, definitely has good hands, um, and she has three goals here in this game. 9-5 to five our score, 15-52 to go here in the third period. Wade's trying to break it out. Broken up there, Justison. Now the Blades will try to flip it out of the zone. Justison will find it. Justison takes the shot. It's blocked by Finkrell. As the Blades will skate it out, Finkrell passes it wide side too far in front of her target, and it'll be icing. Pass was intended for Ashlyn Woolers, but it's icing. And we'll have an offensive zone draw now for Detroit Lakes, trailing 9-5 with 15.31 to go in the third. Unfortunately for the Lakers, the sights were off a little bit on that long stretch pass there because she would have been uh, able to turn the corner, I think, on the Laker defense and going alone on the goaltender there, but just out of her reach by about a blade length, and that'll put that faceoff back down in the Lakers' offensive zone. I see what you did there, blade length. I like that. Blades with the puck. They'll play it to the right right side, and uh, no icing this time as the Detroit Lakes will pick it up in their defensive zone. Stadelman. Plays it uh, to the blue line. It's going to be delayed off sides here by now Detroit Lakes. will skate it out. Olsen will dump it in. Andy Olsen racing after it after dumping the puck into the offensive zone. Blades will get to it. Played off the boards. Kept in by Detroit Lakes. Now Reagan Woolers. She's got three already matching her jersey number. Passes it to the near side. Gives it to Pausch. Pausch with the puck. Annabelle Pausch, she's got one already. Takes a shot. Stadelman with the block. And Detroit Lakes will clear it out. Stadelman, really a nice game. Blocking shots left and right. Here's a chance for Coley. Coley shot backhand. Saved there by Schuler. Play continues. 14-26 to go. Third period. Four-goal lead here for the Blades. Finkroll with the puck. She'll play it to the right to, to Britta Pausch. Finkrell gets it back. Nice sidestep move. Takes a shot. Misses the net. Puck takes a bounce off the end wall. It's played by Zima. Ooh, and Rhett Zima collided with. No call. Play continues. Blades back into the Detroit Lakes zone. Cleared out by the Lakers. A little collision there. Stadelman involved with uh, Finkrell. And the Blades will... Skated out. This is Hare with the puck. Allison Hare had it knocked loose by Olsen. Now played by the Blades. Off the boards, that's Oshock with it. A pass to Woolers. Reagan Woolers with a chance. Shot, save, rebound. It's loose in front. Still loose. Oshock takes a shot. And that one ramps up off the end glass. Off of a skate. Detroit Lakes tying up along the far half wall. Blades send one towards the net. Strand directs it away from the net. Dump back in by the Blades after the puck got to the blue line. Detroit Lakes trying to clear. And 
They do get it out to neutralize. Now they'll go for a line change. As the Blades cannot take advantage of that line change. Chance Wooler's trying to pass that puck. Broken up. Now Coley has it. Coley through center circle. Had her stick tied up. Play continues. But again, they had to go through three blade fleet three members of the blade defense just to get into that zone. They do a nice job coming back with that F3. Detroit Lakes clearing it out of harm's way after a good rush there by the blades. Now Coley at the end of her shift. She'll skate it out. Brings it in the blue over the into the offensive zone. Coley's shot, uh, tough angle, and that scores. Emma Coley with her fourth goal of the night, and she just kind of directed one towards the net, and uh, Schuler kind of caught deep in her net, and that that's the goal. So it makes it nine to six. What happened there was she came down, she got wide, forced herself into a bad angle, and thought, well, I'm just going to throw something on net as we talked about in the intermission, and. Schuller, what instead of Schuler, what you want to see as a goaltender is you want to face that shot, square up to that shot, stand up, guard that post, and square up to that shot along the goal line. She didn't do that. She had her body facing towards neutral ice, went down into the butterfly, and that shot followed about about a foot and a half above the goal line, and then inside on and, and hit her hit her left left leg pad, and then ricocheted into the net. So basically went between her legs and then ricocheted into the net. And uh, so uh, a, a, a lucky goal. But again, we'll take it. That keeps that goal. That keeps the game in a three-goal deficit with 11.55 left in the period. And Lakers starting on a four-man on a four rush. There we go. Stadelman trying to skate it through traffic. Now a chance in front. Passed uh, towards the right side. Morgan Quebec sent one towards the net. And uh, covering it up here is Schuler. So. We'll get a freeze, 11.45 to go. Third period, 9-6. to six. Blades leading on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard. Face off to the left of Coley Schuler. Full tender for the Blades. Justison ties up on the draw, but Woolers will control. As Woolers it out to neutralize. Olsen dumped it back in. Puck bounces over the stick of Ella Larson onto the blade. There of uh, Schuler, Kennedy Schuler with the puck. Schuler drives one towards the net, and Wall will not take any chances. Gets a freeze. 11:26 to go. Third period. We'll have a defensive zone draw for Detroit Lakes. Trailing nine to six. You know they've got three or four girls that can skate, and they and they kind of mix them up a little bit in different situations. Uh, they, their lines don't necessarily stay the same. I think. They'll, once they, they'll maybe make a line change on the fly, and they might leave one of those girls out there if they think that they're working well together because I've seen a couple different line combinations by the Blades tonight. Yeah, it should be noted, the Blades only with 10 players. Uh, one, um, not in, that's not including, they got 11 players with their goaltender. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's a short bench for the Blades. So they obviously skate. You know, you're gonna take, you're gonna take some of your more skilled players. You got uh, Wohler and Kennedy Schuler there, and the uh, the gal does a nice job. Also, she uh, she's has I've seen her with some nice puck movement this game. Yeah, she's got a goal tonight. As the uh, Blades have it in the far side, this Kennedy Kennedy Schuler with the puck tied up along the boards by Zima. Jorgensen plays it to the near side. Thorstensen, who has a goal tonight, should try to clear it out. Held in here by the Blades. Detroit Lakes left side. This is Zima. Lost her edge. And now it's played by Jorgensen. Detroit Lakes again in their defensive zone here. 
clear it out to neutralize. It's Riley Finkrell with the puck. Finkrell tries to pass it right side. Intended for Kennedy Schuler. Now it's played by Woolers. Woolers! Shot goes off the side of the net. She's already got three goals tonight. Looking for another one. Here's a pass in front. Saved by Wall. And Thorsonson will try to clear it. Good job. Pinching down Riley Finkrell. Pinching down with authority and keeping that puck in the offensive zone. Nice pass from the po- uh, from the half wall. Now back to the point. Good passing here by the Blades. Keeping possession in the offensive zone. Play now by Schuler. Kennedy Schuler will pivot. Now far corner. She's tied up. Cooley trying to dig it free. Woolers comes away with it. Reagan Woolers takes a shot. Traffic in front. And the puck will go back to the point. Finkrell keeps it in. Great shift for the Blades as they go for a line change. Detroit Lakes gas as well. They'll go for a line change. Only two players out there for Detroit Lakes. And here's a take. Oh, almost a turnover. Uh, Detroit Lakes trying to clear it out. Quayback trying to clear it out. And Detroit Lakes, they have uh, they have a uh, deeper bench. But you would think that they were the shorthanded team because they just look exhausted here as the uh, Blades have found new life. And keep this puck still in the zone. 9.25 to go here in the third period. We played about two minutes here in the offensive zone, uh, in our defensive zone, in the Blades' offensive zone. Well, I don't know what was going on. There was about three or four seconds of, there was there was three total three total players on the rink as both both teams were changing <laughs> lines. And there was three total players on the rink, and they, fortunately the, the, the pass was out of everybody's reach, so nothing, uh, nothing came of it. But uh, we were deep in the Lakers zone at that time. Yeah, two were the goaltenders. It's dumped <laughs> in here by the Blades. It's played by Jalen Jorgensen, Detroit Lakes, in their defensive zone. Pressure here by Allison Hare. Sit back to Oshock. Oshock trying to get it through traffic. Now Hare has a nice move by Hare on a great shot, but a better save by Emma Wall. Went down in the butterfly, but got a piece of it with her shoulder. Really a tricky shot by Hare. Nice save there by uh, by Wall. 8.22 to go here in the third period, 9-6. to six. Blades leading Detroit Lakes. They got to get something, put something together here. They've, uh, they've really struggled here in the last couple minutes. Reagan Woolers brings it in the offensive zone, cleared aside by Detroit Lakes defense. Now played by Maddie Olson, trying to get it out, held in by Finkrell. Finkrell trying to work it through two defenders. Played now by Woolers, stolen now by Ella Larson. Larson one on one the other way. Larson takes a shot and a goal. Ella Larson, the seventh grader, scores the seventh goal for Detroit Lakes to make it 9-7. Ella Larson hits the shot uh, just inside the blue line. That puck uh, trickled through Schuler and uh, 9-7 our score. Still anybody's game here with 7.52 to go in the third period. I believe uh, she's eligible playing what you... U-12. U-12. She could be, U- be a U-12 player, but gets U-12 a varsity goal. Player. Yep. And she comes across the blue line. She makes that steal, which is an excellent play. It was stick on stick, makes the steal, picks it up. And as she rushes into the ice, she loaded up a lazy wrist shot 
but the shot went went right into the bread basket of Schuler, and then just kind of rolled down and then and then threw between those big pads and uh, into the back of the net. She didn't even know she scored the goal until the referee, and actually the referee wasn't sure it was in. He had to kind of creep around the back of the net and then pointed it out, so it took a little while for the celebration to happen. 9-7 to seven our score. Detroit Lakes down by two, and after a rough patch in the third period, new life here for Detroit Lakes as Emma Coley has a puck in the offensive zone. Coley tries to pass it wide side. Goes to Thorsonson. Now played uh, back to the point. Jorgensen holds his zone. Now Zima racing, trying to get to the puck, but it's played here by the Blades. They'll backhand it along to the near half wall. Reagan Woolers with a nice move. Sends a nice long outlet pass. Two on one if they hurry. Here's a shot. Saved by Wall. Rebound. Oh, the great job by Addison Strand to keep that puck out of the back of the net. Shot saved by Wall, and then she kind of turned her back towards uh, towards the play, and uh, Strand was able to make a, a save, save for her team, and the uh, score stays 9-7 to with 6.36 to go here in the third period. Detroit Lakes down by two. Well, but a face-off right outside the zone. The Blades were called for offsides there. And Lakers control that face-off, bringing it into the zone. Can't quite cross the blue line, and it's a turnover. Puck play now at neutral ice. Lakers jam at it. Here's Stadelman with the puck. 2-1-0 the other way. Stadelman shot. Oh, and it goes wide. She had, she had Larson with her, elected to take that shot. As uh, Detroit Lakes keeps it in the zone. It's played now by the uh, Blades. Back out to, to neutral ice. Oh, Breck will dump it in. Six minutes to go, third period, 9-7. Our score, Blades leading by two goals. Nelson Hare there ragging the puck. Assistant captain, she's not real tall in stature, but she's she's a, 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 a real stable player and hard to take off that ice as she comes down and plays real aggressive on the sideboard. Yeah. Been impressed with her. Been impressed with uh, Riley Finkrell, too. She's a second-line defender, but she's been all over the ice. Here's Larson with the puck, looking for number two. Shot towards the net, rebound, and a save by Schuler. So Ella Larson looking for her second of the night, but this time Schuler makes the save. 5.32 to go, third period. Lakers down by two. That's one thing about this Blades team that I've noticed that you know there you know there, there's some discrepancy in how in, in the talent levels on the Laker bench there on tops and bottoms and things like that where you got your olders and your youngers. This BW Blades team, man, they've got ten skaters out there, but they're real even across the board. Some real talented players. Hockey country. Here's a chance for the Blades. Shot on net. Save by Wall. Phenomenal save once again by Detroit Lakes' first year goaltender as Detroit Lakes. <laughs> Emma Coley will <laughs> try to get that puck. It's played now by the Blades. Right in right side. Schuler's shot goes off of a, a Laker in front. Now it's played by Woolers. Woolers pass broken up. Here is a chance. For Detroit Lakes, Thornsonson to get it out of the zone. 4.45 to go, third period. Now it's played by Zima. Zima trying to drive it towards the net. Blades trying to clear, held in by Justison. Now it's played by Finkrell. Finkrell off the uh, end wall to the far side. Played by Justison. Justison leaves it for Stadelman. Stadelman shot through traffic, never made it on net. 
Played now by the Blades. <laughs> shot taken. That one goes wide. Shot taken by Bryn Erickson. Oh, Larson. Oh, that was actually a really nice saucer pass. Here's a shot. Oh, no. oh my goodness. What a, a skate save that time. Schuler, the goaltender, had to kind of kick that puck, Matt. As the... Uh, <laughs> Blades will get the puck back out to neutralize. 3.50 to go, third period. It's been a barn burner of a game. It's been uh, one of those games where you think you've seen everything and then something else happens, and it's just kind of been back and forth here tonight. It's been uh, it's been a fun one. 16 goals combined between these two teams, and Detroit Lakes' Emma Coley brings it in over the blue line. Blades will play it off the boards, back out to neutral ice. Stadelman will dump it back in. 3.23 to go, third period. Lakers with a bunch of nice opportunities this third period. The one thing that stands out to me is this Blades defense. They really clog up that middle very well, but the Lakers were certainly not with two goals and how this game's been going. It's certainly not insurmountable to come back and make a play here. If they can just get a couple more shots on net, they're going to have a real chance to get back into this game. Yeah, if they can... Just get a couple more shots. Yeah, exactly right, because anything thrown at the net has a legitimate chance. So just need to get the puck in the offensive zone as they do just that. Saddleman with a shot. And a goal! Haley Saddleman from the blue line makes it 9-8 with 2.49 to go here in this third period. Just like that, Matt. Anything low on the ice, and I think Detroit Lakes offense has kind of figured it out now. Well, you've got to just take those shots every time you get a chance in a game like this because no, the, the goalies, you know, and nothing on the goalies, they're, they're, they've made a bunch of nice saves, to yep. be honest with you. Or this Absolutely. game could be, we could have 30 goals scored if they didn't come out. I mean, we're looking at 30 to 37. We've seen 67 shots on net here tonight, Charlie. 17 total goals. It's just, like you said, back and forth, up and down the ice. It's a good, it's actually a pretty good pace of, of, of the ladies' hockey out here. And it's just a matter of, a little choppy, but they're they're making some very nice. There's some very nice puck movement by the Blades there as they're establishing uh, establishing some offensive zone time on the Lakers here. Eighth grader Bryn Erickson gets the assist on that Stadelman goal, dumped in here by Strand. 2:22 to go, third period. Lakers down by goal, and they get the equalizer. Blades with the puck. Riley Finkrell dumps it in off the boards. She'll go for a line change. Jorgensen gets the puck behind the net. Jorgensen moves it to the near side. Kept in here by Woolers. Woolers passes in front and broken up by Strand once again. Now Kennedy Schuler plays it behind the net to, to Woolers. Jorgensen there. Swept over by Coley to the near side. Thorstensen will get it out of the zone. Dumped right back in, though, by the Blades. Delayed offsides. A minute 45 to go, third period. Detroit Lakes down 9-8. Oh! Dangerous, almost a turnover. Detroit Lakes, though, does not turn that puck over. Coley gets wiped out on the play by Hare. Play continues. Blades with it near side. Broken up by Thornton. Oh, and Wall is going to sit on that puck. Oh, great. That puck took kind of a weird bounce, and it was in between the legs there of Wall, and she was just forced to just sit on the puck, and that's exactly what she did. And so the score stays... 9-8, to eight, and we have a timeout by Detroit Lakes with a minute 26 to go here in this third period. Let's squeeze in a quick one-minute break, and we'll be back for the conclusion of our third period next. Again, our score 9-8 to eight with a minute 26 left here in the third period. Detroit Lakes down by goal. 
Here, our hobbies become our work, and our work becomes our passion. But when pain or injuries keep us from doing what we love, it can affect our entire way of life. That's why we meet these challenges head on. Whatever your good day looks like, we'll find it together. This is Essentia Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, like nowhere else. Visit EssentiaHealth.org. The DLCCC is a proud supporter of Lakers student-athletes. Whether you're an adult or youth, the DLCCC has something for you. From swim lessons, volleyball, or flag football to the water slide at the backyard, your kids will have a blast at the DLCCC. Workout classes, the track, open swim, and indoor pickleball make the DLCCC the perfect place for any age. Good luck to all the Lakers sports teams, players, and coaches this year from everyone at the DLCCC. All right, minute 26 left here in the third period. 9-8 to eight our score. Detroit Lakes down by a goal. Coach Pepcorn, call a timeout. What do you think? Uh, you call, call a timeout to talk to your goaltender to say, hey, this is when we're going to try to pull you, or is it more or less focused just how do we get out of this zone and try to score a goal? I don't think you're too far off there. you got a young, you got a goaltender that hasn't played a lot. Hey, we're going to let you. We're going to make sure you know what we got going on here. But and, and, and the big thing is, is listen, we gotta we got to win a face-off and get the puck up and out of the zone uh, efficiently so everybody come back, help out defensively so we don't give them something that they don't earn right here. Here's a chance for the Blades after the uh, puck did not clear the zone. Minute 12 left in the game. Played down to the far side. This is Ella Larson, the seventh grader. She'll try to play it back to the near side. Stolen by the Blades behind the net. Blades jamming for it, trying to get it in front. Detroit Lake's got to get it out. One minute to go. Coley cleared it out to center circle. Blades will quickly turn and dump it back in as they get back on side. Stadelman with it. 48 seconds to go, third period. Kept in by the Blades. Shot towards the net off the back of uh, one of the Blades players. And goes to the near side. Lakers able to get it out to neutralize. Then again, the Blades dump it back in. Detroit Lakes has to go back and pick up that puck. Precious time dwindling now. As the Blades, forechecking only one, able to pinch and keep that puck in the zone. Pass in front, shot taken all over the net. 22 seconds. Detroit Lakes trying to clear. They need to just try to generate any sort of offense. As Stadelman picks it up, 14 on the clock. Stadelman over the blue line. Stadelman takes a shot, save, rebound, loose. Blades pick it up, and they'll clear it. Out of the zone, four seconds on the clock. Maybe one last rush, but they call offsides on Detroit Lakes with three seconds left. Offsides on the Lakers. And so three seconds left. They'll pull their goalie. And uh, maybe tap it forward, try to get a quick shot off. Uh, Try to get it to yourself here as Coley tries to kick it forward. Blades control it. Now a shot taken. It's blocked. And that's how we end this game. What a fantastic game. Despite the the loss, Detroit Lakes and uh, the Blades (laughs) played uh, some entertaining hockey. We'll just say that. Uh, It was a fun one. Lakers, though, fall by a final score of 9-8 as Wapiton Breckenridge will pick up their first ever win in the MSHSL as uh, they get a win here against the Lakers. Final score, 9-8. to eight. We'll take a break. We'll be back with our post-game show next. You're listening to Laker Hockey here on the station. You can count on KDLM. Again, Detroit Lakes loses on our Lumbros of Detroit Lakes scoreboard, 9-8. to eight.
You'll like what goes into a Fultz building. Quality workmanship, design, materials, and construction. At Fultz Building, their experienced crews completely erect garages, machine and boat storage buildings, commercial, residential, agriculture, and equestrian buildings, and much more. Models are open seven days a week on Highway 10 West. Call Fultz Building today for a free estimate at 218-847-3281. And check out their website to see what their clients have said about Fultz Buildings at FultzBuildings.com. Dental wishes all Laker athletes, students, coaches, and fans a great season. West River Dental is committed to working with you and your family to create a stress-free dental experience with exceptional dental care through individualized service and education for each patient. Find out why West River Dental is dedicated to your comfort and well-being at westriverdental.com. Dr. John Jordan and Dr. Brian Labatt Wish all DL Lakers good luck. Lakes Transit is your safe, accessible, and local transportation. Being on the move in a wheelchair or walker is easy with our lift. Our friendly staff can help get passengers to and from their door if needed. We thoroughly sanitize our buses daily, spacing out seating for passengers, and alternate bus use for added safety. And we're just $1.50 per ride. We're safe and reliable. 218-847-1674. Lakes Transit. Anyone can ride. Lakes Transit is still on the move, getting you where you need to go. A proud supporter of Laker Athletics. Winter months are coming soon, and Jeff's Muffler is having a preseason sale on new Snow X plows. Yes, we are talking winter. Jeff's can install a plow on anything from a midsize SUV, pickups, UTVs, or skid steers. Need a salt spreader? Yep, Jeff can install it. Jeff's is still servicing fifth wheel hitches, gooseneck hitches, brakes, shocks and struts, custom dual exhaust and mufflers. Jeff's work is fully guaranteed and is now a three-family member business. Call for an appointment today, 846-9318. Jeff's Muffler Auto Repair, 846-9318. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. Did you know the same amount of money you spend on lifestyle subscription services could be used to help you meet your financial goals? Hi, I'm Kelsey Vardy, financial advisor at Carrier & Vardy, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Call me, Kelsey Vardy, or private wealth advisor Matt Carrier at 847-2676 to schedule a meeting to learn more about reaching your goals. Make sure to like us on Facebook to keep up with the Carrier & Vardy team. Go Lakers! Office is located at 1135 Washington Avenue, Suite 103, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. All right, welcome back here to the Ken Freeman Arena. Detroit Lakes uh, falls here to Wapton Breckenridge. Final score, 9-8. to eight. Uh, But uh, it was uh, definitely a, a fun game to call, and I'm, I'm guessing, uh, you know, maybe a fun game to play as well. We're talking to uh, Haley Stadelman, who scored two goals uh, here tonight. And, and Haley, uh, uh, talk about this game. Have you ever been involved in such a high-scoring affair as, as what we just witnessed here tonight? Well, uh, this year we've got a lot of young people on our team, so it's been a few tough games, but mm-hmm. it was really fun to have a close game, and those little girls really enjoyed it and experienced something that they haven't yet this season. Yeah. Uh, to get that goal there at the end, to give your team a shot, talk us through it, just trying to get anything on net and try to make it uh, get another goal to try to get closer? Yeah, just anything on net, I guess. It was a blue line shot, and it just went in right on the left side there, which is pretty lucky, but... 
Yeah. One of the things that we've seen here, you know, we've we have inexperienced goalies, and so defensemen really have to stand, you know, stand up and make some really nice block shots and stuff like that. Do you feel like it's it's a group effort to try to keep everything away from the front of the net? Oh, for sure. We can't just rely on our goalie. We've got to be a six-man goalie pretty much, right? Protecting our net, and we've all got to work together. Short-handed tonight, you guys were able to score some goals. Uh, that's got to be nice you don't want to get in that situation but uh to to have a good special teams unit that's huge yep okay so next uh coming up uh here for for you guys uh another game uh here soon what's 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 on the schedule here for for you um next tuesday we've got a game i think it's away okay yep so you guys have had what two games now three games on the road uh, here this season so what's going to what are you guys going to have to do in practice to to get ready for the next game what do you think it's going to take just keep developing as a team learning to play together passing taking shots on net okay well good luck Uh, obviously not the result uh, that we wanted here tonight but really good game from from your team yep thank you Haley Saddleman joining us here on the uh, post game we'll take another break we'll be back to wrap things up here from the Kent Freeman Arena Arena right after this uh, Lakers fall nine to eight here to Wapton Breckenridge Make the decision to work for Precision. Precision Printing has a opening for a graphic designer. This position offers a variety of graphic design, customer service, and hands-on production of printed products. Stop by Precision Printing today to apply. Applicants must be proficient in use of Adobe Creative Suite products. Precision Printing offers great benefits and generous paid time off. Apply at their location. Precision Printing is located on Front Street in Detroit Lakes. Or check them out online at ppofmn.com. Bonjour, my name is Suzy Pew. I am a truck with steel sanitation. Waste, we, we do. The Lakes area is our labor of love. We load up your waste and whisk it away as fast as unta tua. So, what do you say? Are you ready to fall in love with your sanitation service? Are you ready for true love? At Steve Sanitation, our team and fleet put you first. Whether it's for your home or business, we'll put in the work to make you fall for us. Find out more at stevesanitation.com. We've got what it takes to take what you got. Confidence isn't about knowing exactly what your day is going to bring. It's about knowing you're ready to handle it. At Bremer Bank, it's what we want our customers to feel every day, knowing we're there to help them take on business challenges. If that sounds good to you, let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Burger King is now hiring for full and part-time positions. Take advantage of flexible hours, and 15-year-olds are encouraged to apply. Starting pay is $13 an hour, part-time or full-time. Burger King is currently seeking an assistant manager, earning up to $17 an hour. Burger King offers insurance, food discounts, and flexible hours. Now is a great time to become a part of their growing Burger King family and join their winning successful team. Apply in person today. Walk-ins are welcome. Burger King is an equal opportunity employer. It may seem a little early thinking about summers on the lake, but I'm already dreaming of them, and I don't want you to miss out. So secure your pontoon now at J&K Marine, because some of life's best moments happen on the water. And at J&K Marine, we simplify boat ownership, and we make it easy so you can enjoy all the memories. Your new pontoon awaits now at jkmarine.com or visit any of our locations. 
Aug Incorporated, a qualified, reliable service for all your landscaping and excavation needs since 1969. Residential, commercial, and public works, from roll-off containers to earthwork, excavation, and demolition. Augs is the most comprehensive civil contractor available to get your project done the right way the first time. Call today for more information on what Haug Incorporated can do for you. 218-847-7391. Augs, making the grade since 1969. Sanford Clinic of Detroit Lakes wants to wish the Lakers good luck this sports season. Sanford Clinic salutes Lakers sports and its great tradition. The Lakers have shown us that hard work, dedication, and teamwork is what it takes to succeed. At Sanford, they resemble the same qualities of the athletes they take care of. Passion, courage, and strength. Sanford Health Detroit Lakes, located at 1245 Washington Avenue. Open Monday through Saturday. Make an appointment, 218-846-2000. Go Lakers! All right, final score to hear tonight. Uh, the Wapton Breckenridge Blades defeat Detroit Lakes here in girls hockey. Final score nine to eight. Detroit Lakes did outscore the Blades in that uh, third period. They outscored them three to one in that uh, third period. Uh, let's go through the third period scoring summary. Reagan Woolers got to the first goal thirty-one seconds into the third period. Assist went to Ivy Oshock. Uh, for the Blades. But then after that, it was all Detroit Lakes. Emma Coley uh, got uh, the uh, got a goal at the 442 mark of the uh, third period uh, to make the score 9-6. to six. That was an even strength unassisted goal. And then Ella Larson, the seventh grader, unassisted goal at the 908 mark of the uh, third period on even strength. And uh, Haley Stadelman uh, got the final goal of the, the game to make the score 9-8. to eight. Stadelman with the uh, goal. Bryn Erickson, eighth grader, Got the assist. That goal come, came at the 14-11 mark of that uh, third period. And then uh, Detroit Lakes uh, called a timeout uh, with the final minute 26, but just unable to, to break it out of the zone. And that was kind of uh, the downfall of Detroit Lakes here tonight. Uh, you know, scoring was there. Even goaltending, defense was there. The breakout was just kind of the glaring area where they need some improvement at yeah we talked about that right before the game started yeah. on my keys to the game and and i think that's uh when you get when you have hockey at this level you know it's it, it, that it that's the name of the game is get the puck out of your zone you've got enough goal scorers obviously we saw eight eight points be put up on the board you've got an emma cola that's to- tallied up uh she must have uh three four you know, close to 10 points already in four games coming in, you know, as we're going into the season. So, and you've got, and we had a, a number of other girls put points on the board tonight. So, you know, it's one of those things that they, Pep, Coach Pepcorn is going to have to really break down, work on that defensive zone, and then just let the girls be creative as they come into the offensive zone and uh, get as many shots on net and things. But uh, if they want to win some hockey games, that's where it's going to come from is uh, is the D-zone balance because uh, you've got a goaltender that, uh, you know, she, shoot, she had 30 seven shots on net tonight and that's not for for someone with her experience she she did everything she could and like i said uh, we're not taking anything away from the lakers but that uh, that blades team they had some nice hockey players that uh, disguised their shots well and and shot the puck very well and were patient with the puck so it's a matter of keeping it off of girls their tape and uh moving that puck up as you as you uh, start to learn that defensive zone a little bit emma coley with a 6.9 four goals two assists for the blades their highlight uh their top play was Reagan Wooler. She had three goals and uh, ended the night with two assists. So uh, Reagan Wooler's for the Blades and Emma Coley doing a nice job offensively. Defensively, we see we saw um, 
Haley Stadelman. We saw Addison Strand do a really good job defensively here tonight for the Lakers. Uh, even seen Bryn Erickson out there quite a bit. Jalen Jensen logging a lot of ice time as well. Uh, Emma Wall, uh, the goaltender, 29 saves uh, tonight. Uh, on the other side, Coley Schuler. she finished the night with uh, 22 saves. Uh, 38 shots for the Blades, 30 for Detroit Lakes as uh, Lakers fall 9-8. to eight. To wrap for our uh, broadcast, we'll be back again on Saturday. We'll have boys hockey. They'll start their season off against the uh, Fergus Falls Otters. Always fun to start the season with the Otters. It's a Saturday game. I believe it's 2 o'clock start time, right, Matt? 2 o'clock start time. There will be no previous, no preview uh, JV team as uh, Lakers a little bit shorthanded this season, and they got, they're starting out with a little bit of a uh, couple injuries and a couple things like that, so they're they're down a few skaters, so there will be no JV tilt, but come on down to the Ken Freeman Arena, 2 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, should be electric down here. You know the Otters travel well, yeah. so in a uh, big rivalry game right down Highway 59 there, and it has been... Uh, uh, Lakers and Otters are a big rivalry in all of our sports, so you're going to see a good turnout down here at Kent Freeman Arena, and it should be uh, a real fun atmosphere, and I know the Fergus Falls Otters, uh, they've got some nice hockey players, So, and uh, I'm excited to see this boys team hit the ice. I think uh, uh, they're excited. I stopped by, watched a little practice this afternoon. Coach Noah's got a real positive attitude looking uh, looking forward to the, to the start of the season, and always nice to start off with that Otter hockey team. You're going to come on down and see some great, uh, great hockey down here at the arena yeah no and uh yeah it's a battle for the stick too the stick game the so, stick game that's there's a lot on the line there uh so that's a wrap for our broadcast want to thank all of our great sponsors and uh thank you for listening as we wrap things up on our lumbros of detroit lake scoreboard nine to eight the final wapton breckenridge over detroit lakes here tonight in girls hockey have a great night everybody The preceding broadcast has been a production of KDLM Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, the station you can count on since 1951. Tonight's Laker action on the radio was presented by Accessories Unlimited, Action Fabricating, American Family Insurance, Matt Hedstrom, Ameriprise Financial, B&M Electric, Bremer Bank, BTD Manufacturing, Burger King, Senex of Detroit Lakes and Lake Park, D&D Appliance, DL Public Utilities, Essentia Health, Greens Plumbing and Modern Heating, Holy Rosary Catholic Schools, Haug Incorporated, J&K Marine, Jeff's Muffler and Auto Repair, Lake Shirts, Laney's at the Lakes, Lumbro's Building Solutions, Midwest Bank, Ocas and Off-Trail Sales, Papacito's Burritos, Precision Printing, Sanford Health Detroit Lakes, Snap Fitness, Steve Sanitation, Taco John's, and U-Motors. You can listen back to this broadcast other broadcasts of Lakers sports, or view the broadcast schedule for Lakers sports online at kdlmradio.com.